Oh shit. I, I never had it zoomed in that close. Anyways, episode five with my friend Destiny. You can catch her on, what is it, Southside Roller Derby? Yeah. The Tomcat? <laughs> How did you get that nickname? Did you come up with that or did. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, well, it started with going out and having drinks and. <laughs> Me. As does everything. Yeah. <laughs> and me uh, just getting lots of free drinks from strange men. And uh, I was just a regular Tomcat is what a lot of people said. Ah. Yeah. Thank you, strange men. Yeah. In you, high school, I was out. called that too, but mostly because I was like the only virgin. And I was still getting <laughs> lots of dates. <laughs> so everyone's like, ooh, he's a Tomcat. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. So it went from something cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were telling me that it, it changed your life. What what makes you say that? Yeah, uh, roller derby. You when you're not in the when you're not in the scene, you immediately think it's just a bunch of you know Amazonian women going out there and like. I just think it's ballsy and, women more than anything. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And they're all and you think like, oh man, you know they're tough broads. They're gonna like humiliate me. Like, am I gonna <laughs> want to sign up for this? Like, and then you go in and they are so supportive, and you um. Like, you don't realize how much you're lacking until you go into roller derby and, and understand that there's a support system that women don't have in the normal world. Yeah. Like, I feel like men have this kind of natural camaraderie. And, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like women, we're, I don't know, we were put in a competition that we didn't sign up for from the get-go. And you get a lot, that's why you get a lot of women who can't, for you know, they don't appreciate each other. Yeah, and they can't sense. compliment another woman. Yeah. They, it's it, they're constantly like you competing. Know, exactly. Like they always have to like if you're if you're doing well off, they they're upset for some reason. And As opposed to us, we're like good for you. You know, we exactly. can, we have that camaraderie, and women just kind of. And know. and you see, for the I think we're we're getting better. I, I do, yeah. but I mean, there's still that. Like I I. I see it all the time. You see a girl walk in and someone's always going to be like, oh, look at that. You know, she's wearing too much makeup. Or, and you're just like, wow, you could just appreciate the fact that she had the time and the money to, like, you know, paint her face that way. Like, she's an artist. <laughs> she's a freaking artist. I can't do that. Yeah. But uh, roller derby, really, like, the women there, they're not fake. They're not, you know, going to bullshit you. They're not going to be really nice to you. But they're going to be real. And they're going to back you. And they're going to, you know, really support you and your endeavors. And, yeah, they'll laugh at you. But, I mean, you'll laugh at them. Like, it's not... Um, there isn't, I don't know, they're... They're not being malicious towards each other. Exactly. It's just, it's, just, it's just friendly, like, I mean, obviously you're competing with the opposite team or whatever. But, but... even in practice, like, um, I'm friends with, you know, a lot of, like, I'm friends with the majority of them. Um, I want to say everyone, because I, honestly, at this point, since Harvey, like, I don't even know if I know some of those people at this yeah. point. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, it instilled with me a confidence I didn't realize I was lacking. Yeah, I mean... Uh, you were the first. I mean, I, I've I don't know. I've never known anyone to be in in roller derby or anything like that. So when I saw you first start posting that you were in, it, I was like, "Damn, that's pretty cool." Obviously, back then I was working weekends, so I I never got the opportunity to come out. But uh, I actually not just because I know you, but I wanted to come out just because I've, I've never. I I don't even know how you keep score to that. You know what I mean? Like I've never even seen it or anything like that. It's um. It's once you're done, you're watching. It's relatively uh, relatively easy game to pick up yeah. like me explaining it to you right now you'll be like yeah i get it and then you're like no nah, i don't yeah, get it nah. yeah but um I, I mean we have a tournament a week long a weekend long tournament coming up um 
the weekend of November 17th. So you'll get to see a lot. And it's not just SSRD. We're flying a bunch of teams in from around the, the nation. And some of them are beasts, yeah. like absolute beasts. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty, It's it'll be, it'll be really fun. Well, yeah, I'm sure in some parts of the country you're going to get like teams with tall Viking looking women. Arizona? Oh my gosh. Like they're just, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they're built for it. Yeah, I saw them warming up the last time they were here, and I'm like, their warm up makes us look like, like whoa. That was us. That was our game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stole our game plan for warm up. Yeah. But um, so I don't know. That's just that's just. I mean, to me, that's really cool. Um, because I mean, I don't want to say it that way, but like, <laughs> I was gonna be very like judgmental in a way, but because I was gonna say, mo- you know, most girls. Most girls that I know, they kind of, you know, they all they do is really they just they'll go to the gym and half-ass it. And then other than that, they don't do anything. So to see, because I'm, the, the best example I can give is I remember when uh when when girls first started fighting in the UFC. Uh, I remember a, one of the fighters, uh, GSP, he said, he was like, I don't really like watching women fight. And they asked him why. And he goes, because, you know. And and I guess it's kind of bad, but he was like, I have he was like, I have a sister and all this shit, so I don't like seeing girls, you know, get get hurt or get physical. So I'm I'm like that in a sense. Like if I if I go see you and you're out there and you know you like somebody rams you and you fall down or something, I'm like, oh fuck! Like I want to <laughs> let me run out <laughs> there and help real mom. quick. You should yeah. see my mom. I had the best uh, first game story ever. So I had been practicing. I started up March. No, I started up August 2015. My first bout ever was in January, and I was on the track for 30 seconds before I got injured. Do you remember my knee injury? I was about to ask. Well, I was going to let you finish, then I was going to ask you about it. Yeah. (laughs) So 30 seconds in, my first bout, I invited everybody. All my family was there. I was going to go to that one. Yeah, I'm so glad. It would have been a tremendous waste of money. (laughs) That's it? I came here here for this? (laughs) Fucking leaving, bro. My mom was just, and I felt so bad because she wanted to, like, jump off from, you know, the crowd and, like, run to the track. Yeah. Could yeah. <laughs> and they have it all on video too so it's a nice memory but yeah. um <laughs> but yeah you get a lot my mom she uh she's used to it now but even now she'll be well, like oh my well God. yeah if you had a, a serious injury i'm sure after that every every time you're out there she's like rosary around her hand type shit praying like don't <laughs> let her get hurt hell every time i'm out there i'm just like oh my god please no yeah. not again not the big one yeah here she comes so what what was your actual injury like uh, okay, so I dislocated my kneecap, and when it popped back into place, it all happened within, I'd say, like, half a second. When it popped back into place, it ripped off all the cartilage underneath. Oh, shit. Now, I didn't know, like, at the point, it had cracked it in a way that um, it was kind of sticking, so I didn't know it was that serious of an injury. So um, I babied it for about two or three weeks. It felt better. The swelling went away. I thought it was fine. I started, I went skiing. Like yeah. I, I started living life again. <laughs> um, and it took, I was wearing wedges and I was at um, uh, Scout Bar. <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of the derby girls hip bumped me. Like she, she bumped me and we were dancing and I took a step and next thing you know, I couldn't walk anymore. And yeah, I wasn't sober, so it was all really confusing because <laughs> yeah. I, I went from being able to dance and walk to not being able to move. Yeah. 
And then um, the Mexican in me super kicked in, and yeah. I just started, like, screaming bloody murder, and I was just like, why, God, why? And, oh, like, God. Fuck you, it. You, you like, must have been drinking a lot. It was really bad. Yeah. Uh, so my best friend took me home, and he carried me up the stairs, and I was, like, devastated because I was poking my kneecap, and it was just, like, lopping all over the place. And that's when I was like, oh, man, this is serious. That's what you should have recorded. Yeah. Ugh. I re- yeah, I remember uh, – Back when I was in school, I had a coach about uh, say about how he had someone uh, their their kneecap felt, came out of place and it came down like their shin, yeah. and all they could do is like push it like shove it back. And I was like, "Fuck that!" But I've I've never actually known somebody that that happened to. But so, damn, yeah, that sounds terrible. So now I have no cartilage under there, but but I mean, does I mean, it still work the same, or does it cause you pain? Or I mean, yeah, I'm always gonna have pain in it. Yeah. But I kind of signing up for roller derby. I signed. I also signed up for you know, getting knee surgery when I'm 80. Yeah. So I figured by the time I get it, the, you know, advances in medicine will be so tremendous that yeah. I'll have amazing knees. When Shit, there already is. Just, all you, I mean, I don't know how much it costs, but all I hear about now is uh, stem cells. Hmm. How uh, there's so many people, and well, mainly only people right now with money because they actually have to go to Mexico or somewhere because uh, we can't, we you can't do it here yet. Yeah. Or I think you might be able to do it now. There's one place in Vegas that I think you can do it. Of course, it would be Vegas. Right? Yeah, but um, basically, like uh, people, whether it's their messed up back or knees or or shoulders, like basically the one that I heard of is his back was messed up in some way to where. When he went to the doctor, like you need to get surgery, and that they—it's when they infuse. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but they basically have to infuse like your bone and something else, like whatever part of his back was messed up. And somebody told him about trying stem cells, so he got uh, stem cells shot in there, and they like whatever deteriorated, regenerated from the stem cells, and then and it's all good. So a, a lot of people started doing that, and apparently everybody's saying like it's it's crazy how good it works, but I'm. Um, all the people that I've heard talk about it are they have boatloads of money, yeah. so I'm I'm sure I'm, I'm just sure to pay off student yeah. loans. I can have uh, yeah. a janky knee for a yeah. while. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm pretty sure it's not easy for us to do, but um, I heard it works well. But I mean, cause I I had I had messed up my back uh from uh, not knowing how to lift, and uh, obviously because I was like scrawny as fuck, I didn't I didn't know what I was doing, and uh, so basically every time I would. Uh, I would always have my back really hunched when I would squat, and then I would put a lot of weight, so I was hunched, and then one day I heard a, a crunch in my back, and I felt like kind of like a twist and a crunch, and then ever since then, I had back problems, and uh, and then, can you hear your phone call? <laughs> and, um, how unprofessional. <laughs> Okay, well, in that case, you have a good excuse. We can't, we can't forget those. Exactly, I'm all for protection and safe. Yeah, but um, but yeah, and then one day, uh, literally one day, I went out to eat. I was supposed to go out to eat and then go out, and I went out to eat sushi. And in the middle of eating, my back started like tightening up, and it was really bothering me to the point where I was like, "Nah, I think I have to go home." So I came home, and I literally bent down to tie my shoes. And or untie my shoes, take them off, and something, something popped or something happened in my back, and I immediately it it made me stand straight up, and then it made me like lock in place, and I just fell on my bed and I couldn't move, and I was like, what the hell? Like, so something happened in my back. I don't know what the hell happened. So I went to the I went to the car. I had to wait, try to sleep through it, but 
every time I would have to turn over, I would wake up because I had to like, it took me a minute to turn over. It was really bad. And uh, so I went to the chiropractor and apparently he told me I shifted something to the, to the left in my spine a little bit. So he kind of adjusted me. And then at, like three hours after he adjusted me, it, it, I was able to start moving better. And then after that, you know, I kind of, I started doing things better for my back and then I started going to cryo, which helped a lot. I've never done that. Is it, is it yeah, fun? I, it, I see it and I'm just like, oh, I don't know. It Basically, what is it? I think negative 210 degrees in there. And um, there's three levels and obviously every level is colder or it gets colder faster. Uh, and ideally you want to drop 30 degrees your body temperature when you're in there. Uh, so uh, the length, the length you can go for is three minutes. So obviously the first time you go, you do it on level one and you try to stick it out for three minutes. Some people can't. And some people like me, the first time I did in three minutes, I was like, it's just cold. I'll be all right. But once you get in there, you're like, God, you haven't felt that. (laughs) So I I made it through, but by like, you could see me shivering in there. Like you shake uncontrollably. And, uh, but I've gotten used to it over time to where now I do it. I do it on level two now, but I only do it for a minute and a half. But I only have to do it for a minute and a half because I get my body temperature do- drops pretty quick. So even in a minute and a half, it drops 30 degrees. And uh, but to me, it, it works really well because it's, it's just like, you know, if you were in sports back in, or ever played sports, how they always put you in an ice bath or, you, you know, a lot of them do ice baths. It's it's like that. But ice baths can only get to a certain temperature, which is like uh, obviously it's below, above 32 degrees because it'll freeze. Yeah. Um, but also because it's on it's contact on actual contact on your skin because it's water it uh you can only be in there for so long because you know freeze to death yeah but um this can get colder but because it's like uh what is it the hydrogen or whatever the hell it is um nitrogen nitrogen I don't know I have no idea it doesn't matter <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> but because it's actual it's it's just um it's not actual you know water or anything like that uh. You can stay in there longer and it can get you colder uh, because of that. So, like, I usually go in there with my body temp at, like, 80-something degrees. And when I get out, it's, like, at 50-something. But it works. It uh, uh, The first day I did it, because they, the, they'll tell you they tell you all the effects to it. Like, every time you do it, uh, because your body has to heat it itself back up, you burn 500 calories just from doing it. Uh, do you believe that? I don't know. I, I watched Adam Ruins Everything in regards to the whole uh, fitness and calorie thing. Oh, yeah. and the calorie thing's a whole... Well, I, I believe it in the sense that as soon after I do it, um, and I could eat, I could eat an hour before I go do it. And after I do it, I'm starving every time. It's like, uh, because I mean, yeah, like me, the first couple of times my skin would, you know, kind of start to turn red, you know, from, from the blood or whatever, yeah. you know, and, and your body... And you can feel your body get really hot because it's warming itself back up. So I do believe that for that, it does, it burns, I don't know if it's 500, but at least it burns something, something because yeah. your body's actually working to, to heat itself back up. And I, because every time me and my friend would go do it, uh, afterwards, we were always like, so what do you want to eat? We would always go eat after because within 10 minutes of, <laughs> within the 10 minutes of doing it, you get, you get, you're like, you're starving. It doesn't matter if you ate right before you got there. So I feel that you, it, your body does con- use a lot of calories or whatever to, to get itself back where it needs to be. But, uh, it also helps you sleep. 
and uh, it helps with inflammation like crazy. My back could be in serious pain, and then I'll go do it, and it's just the inflammation, everything goes down. But it works a lot. Anything to help me sleep. I have anxiety, so it'll it'll hit like right before I go to sleep sometimes. And, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I never, you know, I was just gonna jump into it in a in a touchy subject way, but I'm not gonna do that. Uh, uh now I'm curious. <laughs> well, because okay, let's say for example, um, what's the closest I can use? I guess the the dude from Lincoln Park, um, you know, committing suicide, and I've always. I've always been one of those kind of people, okay, because I used to work in a bar, so there's a lot of judgmental, like, pricks that come in there. So there, I've heard people come in there, and every time someone famous or whoever commits suicide, they're always like, what a, what a pussy, you know, what a piece of shit. He had three kids, what a piece of shit, you know, how, how, how are you going to kill yourself, you know, selfish, all this shit. But I was like, I always lean more toward, towards it being more of a, a mental disorder type thing, and, uh. And, you know, even me, when I used to be with uh, my Horrocks girlfriend, uh, you know, just getting anxiety from knowing she was, you know, being my Horrocks girlfriend. Uh, you know, even just that, well, I, I'm, I maybe I don't think like a lot of people, but even just that, the first thing it made me think of was, damn, I can't, I couldn't imagine people that get anxious like this for no reason or just having like... Cause this, it feels fucking awful being anxious. Like it just sucks ass. And then to just, you know, obviously I had a reason to be during that time because, you know, my girlfriend was getting plowed by three random dudes or whatever the case may be. Um, that's a made up scenario, but, uh, like, uh, like, I think, I think (laughs) hopefully, uh, but who knows? I'm sure there's a lot of stuff I don't know, but, um, but yeah, to just have that come randomly, like, God, that shit would suck. And, uh, and especially, I mean, I was it depressed. I was depressed sucks. for a little bit, a little, and I don't even because I overthink things. So I was like, I don't even know if I was actually depressed, but I felt super depressed for a good, I don't even know, a couple years. And there was times where I was like, "Fuck, man, this sucks." Luckily, I I was able, you know, my friend Jameson, uh, he came through a lot. <laughs> Self medicating, that's always where. But I had to, I had to kind of separate myself from that for a while to cut it down a little bit but yeah i can't imagine having anxiety for no reason you know god that sounds awful yeah the first uh year when i was first diagnosed um i was so the way i found out really i mean i kind of felt things you know before but i had a panic attack and it felt like a heart attack and there's nothing more terrifying than Believing you're gonna die, feeling like you're gonna die, and then just having to accept that you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, sure. Yeah, so I went to the ER like most people do when they have their first uh, major panic attack, mm-hmm. and they didn't find anything wrong with me. Yeah. They knew my heart was racing, but I was freaking myself out. Yeah. So, so they gave me um, the liquid form of Xanax, and like five minutes later, I was like, "Oh my god, I feel normal again." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, that's anxiety. Um, you might want to talk to your, you know, doctor mm-hmm. and see what you can do." And um, the doctor that I had really great guy uh said that he didn't want to prescribe me anything that um he was really hoping i could just fight through it um just practice a lot of self-care um he said that i was mentally strong enough to yeah it was gonna suck for a while but if i don't depend on medication it'll be a lot easier for me to handle them uh later on and i really am so thankful he did that because yeah that first year sucked balls like it was so bad um 
your first panic attack leaves you with uh, like anticipatory anxiety. So like after your panic attack, you survive, right? And yeah. then you're anxious about having another yeah. panic attack. <laughs> you're ne- yeah. It's that's so saying. stupid. And yeah, I, I remember hilarious. like uh, that whole year, I I couldn't accept it, and I just kept calling myself crazy, which isn't good. You're yeah. not, you know, that's so shitty. Like it's dismissive. Exactly. And I was just like, God, you know, I'm a crazy person. I felt so embarrassed. I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'd be. Um, having dinner with a friend and out of nowhere it just kicks in and I'm like freaking out like the sounds are getting louder I am you know trying to keep calm and I'm really good about maintaining conversation while freaking out on the inside yeah um and like you have to be a really good friend of mine to know my tells and I have a couple tells now but um but yeah I was just like I was trying to find ways to handle it and and after I got my self-care routine down, like, I'm really big on the whole, like, lavender candles and just, like, finding ways to relax. Yeah. It's all about, you know, you can, there's a lot of ways to me you can uh, try to help yourself. Because that is the, I mean, that's actually a really uh, good doctor in my opinion because, you know, most will just be like, oh, here's your prescription. Get, yeah. out, get out of here. And now I actually, I got, I officially did get prescribed in July. I haven't used them, but there's something, it's so weird, like, just being prescribed and having a tiny like um kind of safety blanket in my purse knowing like god forbid if i because i haven't had a panic attack in like a year and a half i'm scared that if i keep saying panic attacks my body's gonna be like ha well i I mean i don't want you to have one (laughs) in the middle of my my episode (laughs) no no no, but um but yeah after after being prescribed now like it's almost non-existent just knowing like okay like worst case scenario i'll take you know half of one of these and and i'll be fine again yeah so it's like decreased it immensely and I mean, yeah, because to me, you know, I, you know, so uh, from one of the, from some of the stuff I've read and, and articles and stuff, you know, prescription medication is like the, one of the, it's worse than, you know, any other drug, you know, whether it's cocaine or heroin or yeah. whatever. And I can see why people get hooked on it just because they're depending on it. Well, yeah. Like when you get, um, okay, so I've had to stave off attacks and that, that can take like two weeks to a month where like every day you wake up and it's like kind of coming for you and you're just like, ah, so you do your breathing exercises and you yeah. try to relax and you're doing this for a whole month. Do you know how exhausted that is? Yeah. How exhausting that is? So, you know, you take a pill and you're, you're normal. You're not even, you don't relax. Like you just, it gets you back down to being normal Yeah. and people miss just being normal. Yeah. So they'll take the pill and, you know, and I get that people have to, like, I understand that there are people who really have to. And, you know, the fact that they're getting up every day and trying like more power to them. Yeah. But um, yeah, I can, I definitely understand why people would get hooked on them in a way that they cannot see themselves letting go of it. Yeah. It becomes part of the routine, you know, waking up and popping your pill in the morning, even before you brush your teeth. Yeah. But the thing is to me, um, it's, you know, I, I guess I applaud you for the way you did it is it's to me, it, it helps. And I, I feel it's better for you to try to find, to at least try to find, I mean, like you said, everybody's different, but to try to find ways to, to deal with your own personal anxiety you know, in your own way, whether it's meditation or yoga or working out or roller derby <laughs> or roller derby. Exactly. Um, you know, to it, cause I feel like, you know, with medication, sometimes you're just putting a bandaid on your, on whatever the problem is. Yeah. And, you know, cause obviously I was doing that for, for a while, you know, with my kid's mom or whatever, I, uh, I self-medicated with JMO and other things like that. I'm actually genuinely surprised and, and it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny that everybody's like, really? That I'm I'm like, yeah, I didn't I didn't I've never done drugs or anything. Like not even 
I didn't start. I didn't even start smoking weed or anything like that until I went to Colorado last year. Oh wow! And that was my my first time ever. And I tell people that, and yeah, they just kind of they're just like, "Yeah, you're full of shit." Yeah, <laughs> nah. But I really didn't. And um, you know, when that happened with with uh, my son's mom, you know, that would be the 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 best best worst case scenario to uh, start getting into things I probably shouldn't get into. Luckily, I didn't. Um, but I did. You know, I did get heavily into alcohol which eventually i uh i was able to i mean obviously i still drink but i was able to not i didn't need it every day yeah because for a while every day i I needed it to to you know just to make me forget certain things or whatever i think alcohol is funny that way um everybody is completely aware of alcoholism like the addiction and yet it's still so sneaky it's perceived as normal yeah yeah, it's trust me. From especially working at like a dive bar ish type place, there's people in there. At you can count on them, set by seven by seven fifteen or whatever time it is, they're gonna be in here. And every day, there's people that go in there, and even even in my prime of drinking, I'm just like, dude, no, I need a. I would see how fucked up they would get. They would still go to work the next day, and then they would still come in that day. And I was like, and to me, if I was as drunk as you were yesterday, I wouldn't even be able to operate today. I would feel like shit. And the last thing I would want to do is come back in here and drink. Yeah. But there's people that would go in there every day. And to me, that's also them being self-medicated and they're depending dependent on that, you know, that they have to, I need, you know. Like their normal is being drunk. I There's this person uh, that, that would, that, you know, would be in there almost every day and, uh. There would be times where I go in there to work, and she uh, and the person would say, um, uh, or they would <laughs> they would ask me like, or they would tell me I only had uh, they were because they were about to leave. And they would say I only had two beers and a shot today. You should be proud of me, and I'm like, yeah, good for you. But that's because normally they would have ten and ten or something yeah. like that. But even then, I'm I would say or or. You could just not come in here at all and just not drink, yeah. but they just can't. They have to, even if it's you know, one beer, they have to have at least just one. And I'm I'm glad I didn't get to the point where I was dependent on having to do that. Yeah. because well, I couldn't. I can't even imagine that shit. I they, mean, I can't. Well, I'm addicted to caffeine, which is hilarious because I have anxiety. Yeah. So like you know, two and a half cups in, and I'm already feeling it mm-hmm. in a way that probably isn't healthy. But, uh, yeah, I can imagine if that, you know, if caffeine has me in its stronghold, I can't even imagine like something worse. And that to me is even more dismissive than alcohol because I'll see, uh, I'll see people, you know, buying their teenage or or 10 year old kids, you know, Starbucks and and I'm dude, what do you, I don't even let my kid drink Coke. I don't, I mean, I don't know how he is when I'm not around, but when, when he's around me, I don't let him drink Coke or anything, anything like that because people ignore the fact that's so many people that every pretty much everyone's addicted to caffeine you know whether it's coffee or soda or whatever and uh i i luckily i'm not i'll have a cup of coffee every once in a great while like maybe once a week but that's yeah, about I it i um i was doing i'm doing kind of well for the most part as i <laughs> sit next to my yeah. starbucks um i usually drink tea uh it has like a fraction of the caffeine that coffee does but uh, now that I've been working from home and the coffee maker's right next to me, it's very easy to just. Especially with that, you know, because if I had to work from home, I don't even know if I'd be able to. It's like, well, my Xbox is right there. 
Yeah, no, that's, oh, my sister made the mistake of asking me about um, Final Fantasy. She's like, are you going to pick that up again? I'm like, no, uh, I would not get anything done. I'd get fired in the, a week. The Final Fantasy IX remake in HD is on PS4 now. Mm-hmm. I need to get that. But I, I've act, I've also have steered away from getting it because then I you won't. Get nothing done. Yeah. yeah. Especially now that I work nights because I'm always wake, uh, you know, I get home at like 8 and then I don't go to sleep, you know, or I'll go to sleep around 8 because I get off at 7. But I sleep till two or three, so I have to try to squeeze seeing my son in, and I have to try to squeeze going to the gym before I have to go back to work. So I don't really have time anymore, which yeah. sucks. Like I'm having to mentally prepare myself for next year because um, Red Dead Two is coming out, and um, hopefully Kingdom Hearts Three. And um, that's a long shot. Yeah, I know. I keep, it, I keep every year. I keep thinking. Yeah, like, isn't that because that's gonna come out around the Final Fantasy Seven remake, isn't it? Yeah. So, and they're, and they both, I think they've both been pushed back to like, yeah, or it might be like late next year, but we'll see. One day. One day. (laughs) I keep thinking, I'm like, I started up that, you know, that series when I was in seventh grade. I've actually never played it. Wow. Yeah. I get, I get that a lot, but yeah, I've I've never played it, surprisingly. I love it. it. It's, yeah. Well, now it's just like, um, nostalgic. Yeah. But when it first came out, I was like, again, I was in seventh grade, and I was like, Final Fantasy, Disney, yeah. in play, <laughs> my favorite. Yeah. yeah. It's like the best thing ever. But yeah, I'm actually surprised that I, I never did play it, but um, yeah, I, ne- I never I never got into it. Maybe I, I might try it out soon. I don't know. We'll it's kind happens. of, I played, um, when they remade the first one, I played it, and a part of me, a part of me was like, this is really cheesy. Yeah. But another part of me is like, no, but it, it's great. Yeah. Now, it kind of grows with you, though. Like, So two is a lot more mature than one. I imagine three is going to be a little bit more hardcore yeah. than um, you know, the first and the second. So I'm hoping that was cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm pretty – yeah, I'm pretty sure once the new one comes out, they'll, they'll – they'll, oh, wait, they already re, re-HD'd and remade the first two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of the in-betweeners. <laughs> there's in-betweeners? Yeah, I, I've lost track. I've lost track of a lot of them. So, like, there's, you know, Dream Drop, Distance. There's, um, oh, God. And it's still... There's the one that came out on the Game Boy. Oh, okay. There's the one that came out on your phone. Like, they had a, <laughs> like, they had a bunch of formats. Yeah. And it all, like, it filled in, um, it filled in all of these, like, missing pieces and... Mm. covered the beginning of it all i get what you're saying yeah well i'm not surprised because they've done that with final fantasy also yeah where they had in between like because what was the one there was the final fantasy 7 but then it had like a subtitle to it and it was where you played as as zach i think yeah i never played that one i didn't i didn't play it either <clears throat> but i know obviously it was an in-betweener from or, or like X2, add-on to set, yeah which was a bigger in-betweener but yeah. it was still like i i no <laughs> i tried but i, after, I, I, I also tried I like tried. after 10 like man 10 was at the time 10 was the longest game i'd ever played in my life yeah. 10 was awesome it was awesome yeah and now we have games like the witcher where you just don't ever beat the game yeah like it's just unending and see that's the thing i started playing the witcher but for it. for whatever reason I, I couldn't get into it but uh but i mean i make up for it with like elder scrolls and stuff like that which i still yet to finish but <laughs> or fallout or whatever I, I don't you never even finish you never finish yeah. any of them um but i'm looking forward to the to the seven remake but like i said yeah, that, that, that keeps getting pushed back so 
Well, they they announce it before they even like begin right? the project, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, don't get me hyped up and let's just make the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and then in two months we'll start actually making the yeah. game. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. But dude, that that was like that was that's my favorite game of all time. I have so much you know nostalgia with that game, and I remember the first time, uh, because I didn't have a PlayStation when I was younger. Well, I did. But it, I didn't have a PlayStation when everybody else had a PlayStation. Like everybody I knew had one, and I didn't have one. And then there was a couple friends that had that game, or a cousin and a friend, and I saw them play it, and that it like blew my mind. I, I thought it was the coolest looking thing ever. So I finally, you know, like a year later, got a PlayStation. That was the first game I got, and I, I beat it, and then I was like, well, I guess I'll just run through it again. You know, I just started it back over. But yeah, I got hooked on that game for till this day. I still haven't gotten over it. Yeah, the only one I didn't get like it get was over. I didn't really like eight. Eight was the only one I didn't get into. I don't remember much about it. I remember like plowing through it when it came out, but I don't remember. I just know the, the main dude is Squall and yeah. all that kind of shit. But I don't, and you yeah, had that uh, what is it the the gunblade or whatever. Which a friend of mine tried to argue yeah, with me. I, I was the... really excited when um, he came out on Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all I <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's all. I just wanted to say that. I, I wasn't going anywhere with when it. When Sephiroth came out on Kingdom Hearts, you wouldn't know. But when Sephiroth came out, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like the undisputed undisputed yeah. bad guy. Yeah, he's still the undisputed bad guy. Yeah. Like, he makes these appearances. Well, well, it's like my friend, he tried to argue with me that, that eight was better than seven. And I was like, no. And then he tried, he goes, he, so he tried to run down how it was better. So he was, he goes, the gun blade was better than the buster sword. He was like, squall was better than cloud. No. And then whoever the fuck the non-memorable bad guy of eight was, was better. He, I was just, I didn't even say anything. I was like, dude, uh, um, you need help. I don't know what to tell you, bro, but you're completely wrong. But he was, but that was because I guess he he didn't play seven until after he played eight. Like eight was the one that got him into uh, it. Okay. So I, I don't. Yeah, I don't actually think that he even genuinely believes that it's better. But that it holds a special place for him. So he was like, "This is the best game." It's like, no, you just that was the first one you played, so you have like you're attached to it. But yeah. it's not the best. I like. mean, that's how I feel about Mickey Mouse's Mystery Circus. <laughs> like. I think it's one of the best games ever, but that's because it was one of the first ones I ever played in my whole life. Yeah. So I don't even. I don't think I've ever played that. It's on Super Nintendo. No. If uh, anybody out there actually knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think I've. I don't think I never had a Super Nintendo. Well, I only lived. Yeah, I only had. <laughs> I only had the NES, and then after that, I just went to the 64, and then I got a PlayStation after that. Or no, I had a Sega, and then I had a Genesis. Sega, and yeah. Then, and Sega then, was my second one. I never had a Genesis. I had the Genesis. Yeah, that's the one I had. And uh, and then I went to 64. And then after the 64, I finally got a PlayStation. Because I got the PlayStation once it was the, the little white one. It wasn't that the original squared gray big-ass one. Yeah, I'm trying to... Like, we have all the PlayStations. Uh, we have the original. And then we have the PS2. We have the slim PS2. We have the Japanese PS2. <laughs> and then uh, we have two PS3s. And I have the... Um, Star Wars Special Edition PS4, but is that even now yet? Yeah, the Vader one. Oh well, I mean, because way back. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I just meant because there's a new one coming out for the Battlefront. There's also that Kingdom Hearts one. and Oh, I didn't know. Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm contemplating, actually. I'm toying with the idea of buying that one, but... Hey, I sh- we, we all do that. Yeah. yeah. I've. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, I actually I brought you up without mentioning your name, because I don't like... I mean, then again, this wasn't a big deal, because it's not like a... You know, it's not like I'm talking about your past or anything like that. It was just talking about video games. But I don't like to mention people by name. Uh, but I, I had my cousin on here, and, and I mentioned that. I was like, yeah, I had somebody give me shit when I finally bought Oh, you have no uh, idea. And I'm so pissed because do you remember, like, years ago, I was like, I'm going to screenshot this moment. And I did, did, and I don't I don't know where it went. And uh, I'm like, God, I'm so pissed. <laughs> I, I'm going to find it. I'm going to post it on your wall. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and I told her, I go, uh, I have a friend of mine and she gave me, sh- or she started giving me shit as soon as I posted the PlayStation I bought. Sweet vindication. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> but I was like, I mean, but like I said, you know, because obviously Xbox came into the game later, but I, I had a PlayStation, you know, growing up. And once I saw the Final Fantasy VII remake, I was like, well, I mean, I have a, P- I had a PS2 and a PS3, uh, but I was like, I have to get a PS4. But to me, if I could, I would get every single console yeah i, I don't have a one on. um i mean i had a 360 um halo was really all i played on it and fable and darksiders like for all of five seconds yeah but, fable was tight and i didn't play i didn't play Dest. okay so i didn't play destiny because it's my name yeah. and i felt like <laughs> if i played destiny i was <laughs> like well yeah exactly <laughs> So I have never played Destiny, and uh, I just look at it, like, lovingly, like, yeah. you know, the commercials are yeah. criminal. And I have a cousin who likes to Photoshop my face onto the logo. Uh, um, I have seen that. Yeah, they're, it's hilarious yeah. and embarrassing at the same time. <laughs> uh, so I just I just stare, and I'm like, uh, yeah. the game's really great. Yeah, I guess it would come off really douchey if you're like, hey, what's your name? Like, Destiny. Oh, nice to meet you. What's your favorite game? Destiny? <laughs> I do, um, I do like the idea of like ex boyfriends playing Destiny. Uh, and like, <laughs> I can't get away from this yeah. bitch, even when I'm playing my video games. Yeah, and I'm yeah. always wondering, like, I wonder if you know their girlfriends are like fucking Destiny. Yeah, like, she she's still even when she's gone, she's still around that bitch. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I, I've actually never I've never played Destiny. <laughs> now it just sounds weird <laughs> saying it. Never played Destiny, you or the video game. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we can go down that rabbit hole for forever. Oh yeah. But I, I actually there was something I wanted to ask you, and this is completely out. Of, well, it's kind of out of left field, I guess. But um, in the age where uh, I see, because we I got into this conversation a little bit on one of the other ones too about uh, girls that rush into shit, or not just girls, because guys do it too. I was obviously. about to say, I was like, ooh, pick a uh, different word. Yeah. People rush into shit too quickly. It's in in regards to in regards to relationships and stuff. Okay. So they get to the you know it's to where uh within I don't know two or three weeks of of dating them they're you know posting selfies with each other and then they go on this long paragraph rant about how they're in love and all this kind of shit. <laughs> Which I mean if 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 it if that's how they feel you know whatever more power to you do what you want, but I've always saw that as you know, kind of one of those, I mean, you haven't, because one thing that I learned from, from my kid's mom is sometimes is you don't even really get to know someone's bad habits even until you, you've been with them forever. Because obviously the first, let's say, three months, it's like the honeymoon phase. 
you're still every day you're still i can't wait to see this person but that's because you, you know you have your time apart you're still living at your place they're still at their place or whatever the case may be so to me yeah the first you know x amount of months is you know the honeymoon phase everything's great and to me it's not until you start staying around each other more often you see their bad habits and even sometimes until you start living with each other until you're like god this motherfucker or this, this bitch you know what i mean put your socks in the yeah <laughs> um so when i see you know i'm you know i can't even think of a good example right now but this this, this shit that i'll see where they're you know so in love after a week and two days um but I, i've always noticed you or I, not always but i noticed you uh you started seeing someone but you've been I don't know what the right word is. I'm not going to say really good, but you've been real. You're off, kind of off the map with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, James and I have known each other for many months at this point. We've been together for eight months. <laughs> Nine? No, eight. Seven? Seven months. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have, because uh, he's Scottish, so it's a different uh, It's a different belief. Like, they start, they base it off of the first date, and if it went well, then, like, that's the first time. That's mm. the day that you remember. That's and weird. I, yeah, and it makes sense because obviously if the first date sucked, then you're not gonna hold yeah. that date in your head. Yeah. Whereas like me, I'm like, well, technically we can. Nah. <laughs> so, so he goes by that date, and I go by a different one. So I'm like a month behind, technically, I guess, whatever. But um, I um, I'm I like being private. Yeah. And uh, people don't need to see like me. I don't know. I, and I'm not the kind of person that I'm going to be like, oh my God, you know, love, love, love. Well, sometimes I feel... I think, look, and I can't fault the people for doing it. Um, We live in a society that, and it, that pushes on us to do stuff. Like, it's like we're given a list of life. Um, do this by this exactly, day exactly. type shit. And, yeah. and the whole romance thing feeds into it. We grow up, like, having to express our love for, you know, someone via social media because that's what everyone else is doing you yeah. know so like everyone's gonna think that you know i have a shitty relationship if i don't post you know about yeah. how much a woman crush wednesday yeah, or, yeah. You know, things like that um and I, I can't fault them you know a lot of people again like i everybody and their mother at this point i feel are engaged or getting married because that's what you're supposed to be doing right now Sorry you for know. me. <laughs> that's 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 like the plan. That's what society um, pushes on you. And and even me, like I I stayed single for so long because I I genuinely loved, like not having to worry about anybody but yourself. That and you know I love my own company. And yeah. the problem with that is like when you love your own company, like <laughs> yeah. I don't need anybody else. Exactly. I got I got me. Oh, okay. And yeah. I have a really great support system. My friends and my family are amazing. So yeah. it's just like if I was gonna meet someone, like they would have to blend into that. They'd have to bring something to the table that's more than just a pretty face. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe not too pretty. I get jealous. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, you look better than me. What the fuck? Yeah. No, but uh, but shit. I started thinking about pretty faces. And I'm like, <laughs> No, well, um, you know, and you got people like coming at me saying like, well, you know, you need to meet someone. Where you, when are you going to meet someone? So you, you get that, you know, yeah. and then you get a boyfriend, right? So I, or, you know, you get a girlfriend in your case, but then you're getting like, oh, you know, are y'all in love? You know, are you going to get married? And it's just, it's not, and it's unending. Society's constantly hungry. They want you to do more and more and more and ex all these expectations. And well, see, from you telling me that, obviously it's different for for guys and girls because I don't get that <laughs> I don't get any of that oh, God. yeah I yeah uh, 
But I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, you know, y'all get a lot more pressure when it comes to that kind of stuff because it's more frowned upon for a girl, you know, to be in their late 20s or whatever. And like, you don't have a boyfriend. As opposed yeah, to a guy, they're just like, oh, you don't have a girlfriend, that's cool, whatever, do what you want. Culturally, especially, uh, they, yeah. they're really, you know, I mean, we're a Mexican family, so, like, my grandma is always like, oh, I'm never going to, you know, see yeah. my great-grandkids, and I'm just like, um, and I realize, because my family's really open, and we're kind of vulgar, you know, so my grandma will yeah. say something like that, and I'll be like, well, I'm practicing, if you yeah. know what I mean, yeah. you know, and... Well, we're, yeah, <laughs> that comes with a lot of Mexican families, because yeah. we're like that, too, to where... Yeah. And she stops talking about it once you, you know, shock her a little. So. Yeah, my mom, my mom's weird in that sense that my grandma, she'll, she'll say, um, for, she'll mention something about me getting married and having more kids. And mom's like, he doesn't need more kids. He already has one. So he's good. He's done or whatever. And I'm just like, okay. He's completed his yeah. task. Yeah. So she, she, I don't know. My mom's weird like that. But, anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, so, yeah, I was, because you're right. You know, I, I do feel sometimes people feel like they're obligated. They have like, to. I, I have to post, you know, me and him. And it, it's like they're trying to prove it to somebody or or everyone or whatever, you know, that they're trying to prove that their relationship is a good relationship or that they're in love or whatever. Yeah. And I feel bad um, only when, okay, so I have a desk job, so I'm all over social media. <laughs> and I I feel bad that I love this, but... um. When a couple breaks up and I have both of them as friends on Facebook, they go through this, you know, oh, F God. that, I don't need them. Yeah, and they have yeah. those, you know, like those posts about like, you know, single and ready to mingle. They're, they're, they're passive aggressive post period. Yes. Yeah. And I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but I also feel bad because, again, when you put your whole life, you know, in, in the public eye, people get emotionally invested and then they want to see. And when yeah. something bad happens, they you have to share it. And yeah. And then, or or you don't, you try not to share, but everybody knows you broke up because it says you broke up, and you're just like, ooh, like I thought you were happy. Yeah. One thing I noticed is, uh, the selfies, they go up in volume, like they start posting like just a ton of selfies of them being of bathroom selfies, gym selfies, definitely them going out selfies. God, they go to God a lot. Yeah, they got. (laughs) They quote a lot of biblical scriptures. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. (laughs) God, and it's like there's. And it eventually it just becomes a routine. So it's they post the fuck you posts, then the selfies, and then the I'm better off without you posts. God and then they go through. Yeah. And then they go dark for a little bit. And then all of a sudden there's a snap of both of them or some <laughs> shit. And I'm like, God damn, like we can if if you can if, if people can map out your pattern, then there's a fucking problem. Yeah. But I feel <laughs> But I feel, you know, and that's kind of why I agree with you in the sense that if I got in a relationship, I'd rather be really, not really, but I'd rather be private about it because when you start posting that kind of stuff and everybody knows your business, then that's when, you know, finally, because I've seen it too, where a girl will go through that pattern and then they'll post that they're back together and somebody just doesn't, they're inconsiderate and they don't give a fuck. So they immediately call them out. And yeah. They're like, this is like the eighth time y'all have broken yes. up. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, I thought I thought you told me you weren't gonna take them back after this last time that you were done with them. Yeah. And then they get pissy and they're like, "I'm gonna do what makes me happy and this and that or whatever." And then. And a lot of I mean a lot of the people who go through these cycles, um, they're content. You know, you get comfortable with someone and you're afraid to leave because you're scared. 
you know, you'll be alone forever. And, and again, that's society, like, pushing that on you, that, you know, you have to find someone and, you know, say you're with someone and you're compatible enough and, and then a year passes and now you're really invested and another year passes and they're like, oh, great, like, I, I see myself, like, we obviously interact well together. I guess this is forever. Yeah. And it's just like, or, you know, like, don't, don't make that a goal. Just live yeah. your life. Like, I, I don't know, I'm... James and I, like, I t- we take it day by day. Yeah. You know, it's not, there's not this, like, constant pressure to, to we like, have to be here by this time yeah, or whatever. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, I go with the flow. And I mean, that helps too because, because of my anxiety. Like, I have to live life. Yeah. You know, like, I go with the flow. Every day is a totally new day. And I do have my moments. And, um, like, uh, I had a freak out moment <laughs> yesterday. Um, we were talking about Christmas presents. And I was really stoked. Like, I got super excited. And he was very logical about it. And he's like, now take a step back. And yeah. I was like, <gasps> yeah. I was like, what if I pressured him into getting me a Christmas present? Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, yeah. But, uh, again, a night dress. And I was like, okay, no. Like, I have my moments, too. But, but again, um, I think it's, it's all linked back to the way you're raised and yeah. what, what you take from what society kind of pushes or shoves into your mouth. And, and it's... It's up to you to want to see past that. Well, yeah, I mean, because in the sense that a lot of people, I feel they're easily influenced and, and they and they allow people telling them this or that to, to affect how they how they act or what they post and all that. But I I usually try I try to think for myself, which I, f- I feel a lot of people don't. Um, they'll see some one self-help video on Facebook and they're like, that's what I have to do. You know, they're yeah. just easily, just like, they're easily influenced like that. All the people who watched uh, What the Health and became vegan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, I mean, if you're vegan, good for you. Yeah, but, no, no, uh, I'm all for but, it. You but, know, you're, but, I'm no. all for that, but you shouldn't let um, one documentary dictate your entire yes. life. I actually saw... Uh, I was actually listening to a podcast. I'm jumping subject subject. I was listening to a podcast, and uh, he had a vegan his vegan friend on there, and he asked me like, "What do you think of what the hell?" And he was like, "They over exaggerated on a lot of stuff," and he and they basically discussed how a lot of it was bullshit. Like a lot of it was made up. You know how how meat is like uh, I can't remember the specifics, but they went into specifics how like some things that they say were just not true. And they went to, uh, they said how that movie was funded by the same people that made another documentary. Uh, but it was basically this, uh, they were funded by some, some, some anti animal, you know, yeah. group. I mean, and, it was to push a certain agenda and yeah. they were, um, they were unafraid to, to lie. Yeah. Or twist the truth or, yeah. you know, but manipulate it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those, it, and maybe it's because I'm in PR, so I need to check my sources. I need yeah. to know where people are getting their news, and I need to um, ensure that whatever I pass along comes from a credible source and a well-rounded source. And more often than not, I'll um, share my information from two opposing sources so that it's proof that, you know, I'm not, you know, just... Being biased. Yeah, that, and I'm not, like, you know, sharing things willy-nilly because, I man, I could wax poetic about all the crazy... Stuff being shared on social media and being passed as the truth. Oh yeah, uh, and the thing is, you know, to if I, you know, to eighty percent of the people that I would know, they could just watch what the health, and because it's a documentary, they they Believe perceive it to be true. 
So they're immediately like, oh, I got to go. I got to go vegan. Fuck this. And there's a, I wish I was smart enough to remember all this stuff. There's a study. Um, it's about a person's perception and how easily believe, like how it's easy for someone to believe a person if they're wearing a lab coat as professional. Like the moment they see the, do- the doctor's coat, the lab coat, they immediately believe them as, you know, a source, a credible source, and they'll just yeah. like do whatever they that person says, um, even though people need to stop and think like, okay, this could be a loony. Yeah. You know, or... Well, it's how, it's how uh, doctors, is, is, it's why they say they practice medicine, because that's their way of basically saying, uh, we could be wrong, yeah. and we could fuck up, and we could suggest for you to do something, and it might actually make you feel worse yeah. and make you feel better but it's because they're they're basically learning as they go or you know and, and human beings everybody's completely it's a totally different thing you know we're all very complex creatures so like what one diet benefits like one person benefits from wine diet another person won't benefit from that diet yeah um like i i mean you see it all the time like oh well you know i cut out all of these carbs and like i just got sick like what the hell and it's just like well that's not a diet for you like yeah. you need to figure out what works for you and go with it just eat like healthful. Like yeah. you don't have to, you know, be crazy about it. All of, and the thing about you know these fad diets is what not and vegan, you know, being vegan isn't a fad diet. It's you know a way of, a way of life, but um, you do find people who have turned it into a bit of a fad diet, and um, you know they don't see results, and then they just condemn like all of you know what that diet stands for, and you're mm-hmm. just like, okay, so your body needs a little bit more. Yeah, you know, it's not that diet's fault. It's yeah, it's 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 stupid to think that what works for one person is going to work for everybody. Yeah. You know, that's not how it works. You know, I, I could go to something like cryo, and, and for me, it helps me tremendously. And someone could go and be like, well, I don't feel anything. Yeah. And I said, well, ooh, my mic just cut out. Or is that my headphones? Um, My headphones cut out, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still coming through. But I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But everything cut out. <laughs> Sorry, people. Wait. Oh, oh there it kind of goes. One sec. Uh, I think he fixed it. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Sorry. I don't know what the hell that was. That never happened before. Yeah. Anyways, God damn, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> uh, what diet works for one person? Oh, yeah. Care. But, I mean, to me, is, uh, I'm always, you know, you could do what you want, whatever. If you want to go vegan, that's fine. You know, oh, shit, it's happening again. Um, uh, I love meat. <laughs> There's no way around that. I, I'm, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go vegan, you know. If my wife asked me to, but, um, I do too, but I come from a family of, um, diabetics. So I try to limit my beef just because I don't want to get it when I'm older. Yeah. Um, I mean, factory farming does that. That's a bitch. Uh, that's really fucked up. Uh, I've actually been thinking about trying to get, uh, that's a whole different subject. (laughs) Um, but yeah, factory farming does suck the way they, they go about treating the animals before that, you know, they're processed and brought to your table and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, 
But as far as, you know, because then there's also the, you know, and I'm not trying to just attack vegans or anything like that. Because I actually have a friend of mine that she's vegan. I had this conversation with her uh, that I just don't like uh, that they'll start to attack some of them, you know, the hardcore ones. They'll start to attack people that aren't vegan. You yeah. know, they, they try to, they'll start talking shit and they basically tell you how you're an asshole for not being vegan. I'm just. But then again, with everything, there's going to be extremists. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, anybody who's um, really like radical about their beliefs, they're just going to come off that way because you get a lot of, and that's with M- any anything like. They just get angry. Yeah. But I go, you do realize by by being angry and, and attacking people that just, that just makes you look like an asshole. So it makes people say, well, no, I'm not going to do that. You apparently it doesn't work. It's making you turn into a piece of shit. Yeah, what people can't f- look past their own nose. Like they don't. I don't know. They don't um, think. Yeah. They don't. They and they certainly don't think about um, how they. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> how they come off um, looking to the rest of the world. I'm having a lot of problems right now. <laughs> might be my headset. I don't know. I might have to get another one. I'll buy some a new one or something. Or it could be this. <laughs> yeah. Um. I actually, I think I heard something like that. I was at I was at work last night. And I heard a a podcast, and it's basically how the example they gave was: um, if you tell, I could use you for an example. If you tell a girl, or he used a girl as an example. But if you tell a person, hey, uh, studies have shown that coffee is bad for women, and he goes, the woman that the women that don't drink coffee, they're just gonna be like, eh, whatever. And then there'll be some women that drink coffee that they'll either they'll get offended or they'll defend it or they'll find a way to to basically try to tell you that it's that's bullshit. Even if you have facts in front of them. Yeah. But it's he goes, you the way a lot of people think is, you know, I love this, don't take it from me. So they're gonna find gonna fight for it. Yeah, they're gonna find it. Even if they know they're wrong, it's just human nature where they're gonna argue, you know, no, this is this is this there's nothing wrong with this. Even if they know, and that's happening a lot right now. Even if they know that that <laughs> shit is that it's terrible for you or for everyone, but because they chose that, they They're stick, with, stick it. with it. Yeah, it's like they've gone too far into the deep end that yeah. they can't admit that they're wrong now. Oh yeah, and like that would cost them their soul. They feel so. When it's okay to be like, hey, you know what? I fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Who, who cares? Yeah. Oops. We all like, fuck up. Yeah, I mean. We do. We're all, <laughs> and I think that 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 would probably be one of the the main issues, uh, is that people just can't it it can't admit to their faults, and I think that's one of the main things that has turned uh me around in a better way is that I I'm real, I mean I'm not gonna say I do it every time, but I'm way better at admitting like God, I, yeah you're right I fucked up it's my fault as to where before I'm like nah I didn't do nothing wrong I'm just doing what I want to do. And um. In my line of work, I have to either always be right or admit when I don't know. So uh, I learned through in college, it was when I learned very quickly that um, I had to admit that I didn't know, or I had to admit that whatever we were talking about, I wasn't 100% um, uh, confident in my lo- my knowledge of it, or else, God forbid, someone, you know, a client of mine takes what I say, and they put it out in the news, and it's wrong, and yeah. it comes back to me. So, like, I'm very, it, it's... It's so weird, like, um, when you first say you don't know something, 
and you feel like an idiot, you know, yeah. and you get insecure. Yeah. And, and it's what's funny is, you know, in the real world, you say you don't know and people will, they don't, they're like, okay. And they move on. It's yeah. so anticlimactic. You think yeah. like someone's gonna be like, oh, you don't fucking know. Like yeah. you don't know. Especially at work. <laughs> when you feel like, I gotta go tell my boss. I don't know. Fuck. I'm so screwed. And, and then, then you go like, and they're oh, like, okay. okay, well look it up, you yeah. know, or Hey, you know, let me look it up for you something, yeah. you know, it's so, um, so I'm, I'm very quick to, if I really don't know something, I, I'll, I'll fess up immediately just because I'm like, look, I don't know. This is what I think about it. Yeah. I could be wrong. I, I will, I have no problem fessing, fessing up. Now, if I'm right and I know I'm right and you're saying I'm wrong, ooh, like I will <laughs> pull out my slideshow. Like yeah. we will, we will talk and I will. Pull out PowerPoint and exactly. you know what's up. And yeah. then I will gloat. Uh, that's, the, I'm, I'm a gloater. Like if I'm right, I'll, I'll, I'll always. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot of people are like that, but but you're right in this uh how you said earlier too that um people can just see one Facebook video and they'll share it and be like I fucking knew it. Like one one of my pet peeves is uh let's say let's use uh let's use it for an example because that movie just came out. So people will share like this post that says it it to trailer blah, blah blah whatever and they share it and it's clearly clips from the <laughs> from the first one mixed in with random clips from some other movie and then sometimes even mix clips from like the original it or something and they share and they're like oh this is gonna be so awesome and i to me the first thing i think of is this movie came out a month ago do you seriously think that they would already have a trailer <laughs> for the part two and not only that i go did you even watch the whole video through because it's it's clearly yeah. like out of like mixed in parts from other things, and it bothers me. The to photoshopped where... ones are the ones that really yeah. Bother. I don't like. like... Uh, do you remember the one I was going around with? Uh, and it was obviously it was a political one, um, and both sides used it. So like the Democrats used it and the Republicans used it, and it was the people breaking their TVs, and like on the TV was like um, the opposing politicians commercial. <laughs> But it was yeah. blatantly photoshopped on. People were like, oh, people were, you know, yeah. Democrats are stupid. Like, yeah, they're going to break yeah. their own TV over yeah. a commercial, like yeah, snowflakes. And you're yeah. like, that's clearly photoshopped. Like, but, but see, a lot, like, and I feel a lot of person, you know, a lot of people, they just see something, they run with it, and they yeah. don't even know, they don't even take the time to, to, to actually think critically. Yeah. Like, and it, you're right. <clears throat> it happens on both sides where, you know, they'll, they'll see, this made a post about how Trump's an asshole and then they'll post it and then come to find out he didn't even do that or that wasn't, didn't even happen. Yeah. Um, or there was that quote that, uh, at the beginning of the elections, um, about him talking about Republicans and how, if I ever ran for president, I, would you know, run Republican because they're idiots or something yeah. like that. And everybody believed he said that. And I'm like, guys, no, that never, that never happened. Stop. Stop. Well, it is true that he, he, he was Democrat basically his whole life. Yeah. He just ran Republican, but uh but yeah, there's there's a a ton of videos like that. And even then certain videos it could be a certain event and you can catch it from a different angle and you can spin it to to yeah. be whatever you want yes. it to be. Like the perfect example would be to use let's say uh like somebody shooting somebody else. This person could be assaulting this person, but if you start recording as soon as this person just backs up and pulls his gun out and shoots him, there, oh, know. this dude got shot for no reason, you know. Exactly. And it just all, it's a matter, you know, and that's what they do. They try to spin everything to make them look positive or whatever. But but then again, there's also some stuff that is true 
and then they just choose to ignore it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to go out there and say it. Like, you don't have to make things up about Trump. Like, he's perfectly fine doing it all himself. Like, Oh, yeah. Just go on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have to Photoshop anything. Like, you don't need to share fake quotes. Just just let it go. Yeah. Like, he'll, he'll do something. And, and, and that's really the gist of it. I just... To me, it's just gotten to the point where... I don't understand how they people still defend him to certain to in in certain instances. I don't. <laughs> it just blows my mind. I just don't understand. And I get you know, it's like we we said earlier. There's gonna be there's gonna be left and right wing people that they're at polar ends and they're in extremes because there's. I think that's funny now because I was a moderate growing up. I've always been a moderate. I, you know, I, I'm all about, you know, owning guns and firearms, well, firearms yeah. and I'm about the second amendment within reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also all about, you know, welfare and ensuring that the poorest of us are still covered. So I've always been right down the middle in a lot of things. And I'm exactly it's the same impossible way. to be that way now. It's yeah. so funny. Like, you can't be moderate because... You got to pick a side. It, yeah, and it's ridiculous. Like, it's it's crazy. And... The, and and Because uh, I see it... I just I just always stay out of it. I don't... I don't... I don't... Because I don't see the point of getting in a fucking Facebook argument over comments and shit. That, that to me, it's annoying. It's just wasting my time. I wish I time. could be like you. I've, I've stepped in and said some things. If it's... If people are sharing something that's blatantly wrong, I'll be like, okay, look, you're wrong. Yeah. Like, share something credible and. I mean, not. I'm not gonna say I have a clean record. I mean, <laughs> I've I've broke sometimes, and I had to say something, but uh, but okay. For example, I, I have a lot. Obviously, you know, a lot of people on my Facebook are from down here, so a lot of them are are Republican or whatever. So they'll share a video of something about liberals, and and they'll say libtards, you know, this and this and that, but. It's I'm like you like I I lean both ways and I I lean liberal. I'm going to say maybe I think it's like a 60/40 but I'm technically kind of in in between also but yeah. uh I lean more that way. So when I hear, you know, when I see them post something like that and they say libtards, you know, they're fucking stupid and this Snowflakes. and that. Yeah. I feel like they have a list of vocabulary words that right. they've really put to good use yeah. this year. Yeah. Like, Fake news. Social justice warrior. <laughs> which is hilarious. Like, what's wrong with being a social justice warrior? You know? Like, yeah. what's the bad thing in that? It's like, you're, you're sticking up for stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't... And, uh, to me, you know, when they, when they post stuff like that and they use those words and they throw anyone and everyone that, that, uh, sides more left into that libtards you know how they basically generalize everybody and say y'all are all stupid yeah Yeah. and to me that 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 in itself is the problem is that you assume because like there's going to be extremists on both sides and you assume just because you're on this side that they're you're just like those people or you assume that like a lot of people assume that if you're um anti-trump you're pro like you're democrat yeah or if you know you're a democrat you're a trump supporter immediately no i'm sorry if you're anti-democrat you're a trump supporter immediately libertarians are on the rise you know there are a lot of people who are like i don't like either side y'all are both idiots that's what i'm yeah and i've seen a lot of people who'd you vote for and they literally say i couldn't bring myself to vote for anybody which uh, which also i have i don't like that either but about that yeah but uh, yeah you're right I, I get what you're saying i mean i saw what was it like uh 
it was either this past election or the or the last or the Obama's second term where I saw that Texas was real close to being a a, a blue state. Yeah, at, this year. Yeah. Or last year, sorry. I mean, we got really really close. It yeah, and uh, so they were they were thinking that maybe within the next uh, within the next couple of terms that Texas could become a a blue state, more than likely probably because we have a lot of Mexicans. Uh, yeah, that and a lot of I mean transplants. Houston uh, is one of the best places to get work still, yeah. and it will. I feel like it's always going to be for a while. Well, it's going to be for a while. Yeah. So, um, the cost of living here is amazing. So you're getting mm-hmm. a lot of people moving, moving here, here, and yeah. a lot of them are, you know, um, liberal, and a lot of them are uh, are younger. Yeah. So that's another thing. Um, I feel like the uh, people our age, millennial. Um, mm. We have a, Which we have is a, stupid because you're technically a millennial if you were born after what is it 1982 it's a really or some huge shit thing like you it's what mid 30s at this point yeah to like early mid 20s yeah so that's why when I see that's another thing that I see is when they post you know millennials, you know, millennials are, are fucking it and I'm like you know there's like there's people that are in their late th- or mid 30s that are millennials too it's it's not they make it seem like it's all the teenagers right now I have a, yeah I have a friend who has a wall art uh, and the piece is all of the headlines that says millennials are killing and it's like millennials are you know are killing the diamond industry and yeah. millennials are killing what is it buffalo wild wings and it's, <laughs> yeah like we're killing a lot of we're pretty pretty amazing yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that are, you know... An avocado toast. That's why we can't buy the diamonds, because we're too busy. Buying other shit, avocado yeah. Avocado toast. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, I just... I think that's just a terrible way of, 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 of thinking and looking at things. It's just how... Saying how if you're on this side, you're this certain way. If you're on this side, you're that certain way or whatever. When it, you try to make everything so black and white, but it it's we're like all, how you said... Yeah, and it's like how you said you're... You're ne- you're neither black nor white. You're in the middle. Like you're you're a combination of both. And I don't see why there's this. They make it seem that you can't be that way. No, you're either here or you're there. You can't. No. 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 Actually, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's why you know this is a we're allowed to do whatever we want. That's why we're free, so we can dictate how we want to live our lives. Yeah. But y'all, you you know, a lot of people make it seem, you know, you're either this way or that way. Which is, when a lot re- of people have drawn lines in the sand, and they're they're doing the whole like, if you're not with me, you're against me, yeah. and it's just like, or they're real tribal. It's fucking retarded, and uh, because I tend not to say anything just because if I see the person, if I see them in person, I notice that they contradict themselves just with their actions. Yeah, you know, some some will say how they're super conservative or whatever, and then I'll see them smoking weed. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know, if it was up to them, they'd, you know, they'd ban this shit again. So when they see like, yes, weed's, you know, becoming legal and all this kind of shit. I'm like, well, you're welcome. <laughs> you go, go thank the, 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 yeah, go thank them for it because they're the ones pushing for it, dude. But obviously, I mean, that's just one example, but people were just. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, one one thing I saw, you know, with the whole, because you can either say surprisingly or unsurprisingly, you know, racism has made it back to the forefront. And uh, some people say that it, 
I've seen some people say or read articles where it say, people say it's coming back. Well, it's always been there, I think. I exactly, and I I go. I think it's always been there. It's just uh, it's it's being highlighted a lot more. Yeah, it's 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 being allowed to get brought to the to mainstream again. And I think you see. So I think this is actually it's not a bad thing. I feel like the more you talk about something, the more you normalize yeah. it. So while there are people who are feeling more emboldened to, you know, spew hate speech, yeah. um, you're getting a lot of other people who are not afraid to stand up and, you know, say, hey, look, you're being racist or, hey, what yeah. you're saying is not right. I don't stand for that. So um, I think we're in a really unique time. Um, I think it's really, I, I think it's going to be really cool to see how this turns out um, because it's going to... It's going to turn out for the good. It's just going to be a little bit rough on the yeah. way there, I think. Like, it's really rough now, but, again, people are standing up, and they are, you know, stand, they're sticking together, and they're they're very quick to to say, no, what you're doing is not right, whereas, you know, in the 50s and 60s, that didn't happen. Yeah. You know, a person like me could say, like, what you're doing is wrong, and I could get my ass kicked. Yeah, you, you know, you'll be damned for it, too. Yeah, exactly. they'll put you with them. Um, whereas, you know, now I... I'm not afraid to to speak my mind and and that's with any like social issue, racism, like sexism especially. I am very quick to call someone out if I mean you and I have had, you know, Facebook um moments where you say something and I'm like, mm, or she could just wear whatever she wants yeah. and not be called ho. Like <laughs> um I'm very I don't mind I don't mind doing that so long as I mean I think everyone who knows me knows I'm not coming at people like from like a malicious, a malicious, yeah. or like uh, an aggressively like mean yeah. way. I, I want to start conversations. I want yeah. to talk to people, and I'm just maybe have them get a different point of exactly. view. Exactly. Like something. I'm not trying to change yeah. your mind, but I'm trying to express what I live with so that you know, hey, okay, yeah, you know, maybe I'm wrong, or you know, hey, you know what? This actually solidifies why I think I'm right. Yeah. Like, you know, like that. But yeah, I mean, uh, I I agree with you on that. I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't mind being called out. If uh, I speak too quickly on something, that's why I always I always try to I always, which is a common thing that everybody should do is I always try to speak before I <laughs> before I say or I always, I always try to think before I say anything yeah or type anything out on Facebook because there's been times where I type out this whole long rant and I'm like nah fuck that I'll, I'll do that to you <laughs> sometimes I'm I'm like you know what yes yeah yes, fuck send you. It. like yeah it's gonna happen yeah but more yeah. often than not I'll type it out and be like. No, the nah, world's not ready. Yeah, do I, do I need this problem right now? I got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I don't argue. Yeah, I don't have time for this. Um, Sometimes I just want to be like, you're an idiot, and like leave it at that. I wish people would just like not comment after right? that. But that, that yeah, happen, that's, that's not so. possible. But <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. Um, in a, in a, in we have a lot of uh, common opinions about things. But uh, but let's say for example, you know one. Th- uh, I'll use gender pronouns as an example, I guess. Um, and I I actually had this conversation a weekend ago at I think at a Halloween party or something, where you can do whatever you want. I'm I'm all about doing whatever you want, so long as you're not hurting nobody, you know, as long as you're not you know murdering or anything like that, you do what you want. So if you identify as a woman, you're a guy, then do what you want. I don't care. This whole argument about uh guys are gonna dress up as girls so they can oh go in the rent so they can go in the restroom and molest my kid first of all my kid's 10 and if he goes to the restroom i still walk him and to the restroom yeah 
maybe you just shouldn't be a lazy parent and just say, oh, yes, seven-year-old kid, go by yourself, you know, where I can't see you. My thing is, you know, they pulled the whole, like, you know, what about your daughters and pedophiles? But, like, pedophiles are pedophiles. Like, yeah. the ones who are going for children aren't going to stop at a sign. Yeah. Like, they're going in there anyway. Like, they're not dressing up as anybody. They're yeah, going in uh, as themselves. Ex- exactly. Breaking the law. That's what they do. They're lawbreakers. Yeah, and, to, and so, yeah, so to me, you know. Boys get belt up in bathrooms just as much as little girls yeah. do. And, and there's and isn't uh, there's some places, I remember even uh, there were some clubs here, and I know there's a lot of places overseas where the, the bathrooms are unisex. And you don't hear about, you know, after the bathrooms became unisex, the... the the, there was the a riot. Yeah, the rape creeping. the rape numbers went up. Yeah. You know, like so. To me, I I I can understand why people would be apprehensive about you know allowing transgender people to you know if they identify well, as a girl see, now. That's the thing. Like, it's a non-issue. Yeah. Um, they've been doing you know whatever they'd want from the get-go like yeah. they, you know if they identify as woman you know they go to the women's restroom you'd never honest honest God you would never you know, realize they were, they were, you know, someone else or some, you know, like to limit them. What does that do for you? Like, I'm all about, I just don't like laws that limit people. Like if it doesn't affect you, like, why are you going to go out and limit someone else? Yeah. Like, why, why would you do that? I don't just like, oh, it's gay marriage. Like people are so against that. And it's just like, what does that do? What does that do for you? Like, you're not, no one's going to go out and like try to marry you. Like, no woman's gonna propose to you and like force you into a marriage you don't want. Like I that's don't also understand. what I don't get. It, if it does, if it if it doesn't affect you personally, why are you so invested in in something that has nothing to do with you? And and you you know that's when they're like, this fucking morals and all this bullshit. You know, religion or whatever the case may be. But that's... you know the morals that you're stand that you're so like you're fighting for is turning you into a really hateful human being. Exactly. And that's, that's me. Like that's not nice. That's not right at all. And. Yeah, the bathroom thing was, honestly, for, like, the radical conservative Christians, that was a brilliant move on their part. Yeah. Like, they fed something to the media, and that media, you know, they ran with it, and then you got a bunch of people thinking people are going to dress up as women and, like, like kidnap your daughters. Like, when, when it takes literally one minute to be like, hmm, well, we could just go into my son's restroom, yeah. too. Like, you don't... Yeah, ped- I, I don't think a lot of pedophiles discriminate on who they want to be pedophiles with yeah so like, it doesn't really matter what restroom they walk into a law isn't gonna stop them yeah it's like uh this is kind of a good example of a kind of different uh when i was still working at the bar there was this dude that would come in and he was one of those dudes that would jerk off and <laughs> like at the bar at the bar and to our to our waitresses so so you could be you could be here working at the bar and you're sitting there putting an order. He'll sit at the bar and he and he would just sit there like rubbing and stroking his junk. I, so I don't know if it was always he either did it over his clothes or under his clothes. I can't remember, but he would do it, and uh, he didn't give a fuck if you saw him. That's you could look at man. That's so wrong. Like there were times the last time I came up to make a drink and and they were both looking at me and they but I could tell something was up and I was like what and they go this dude is the right. He's in here again. He's like jerking off, and then I didn't notice he just came in, and he didn't. And he, I'm sure it, he wasn't that far from us, so I'm sure he knew they seen him, and they, she, he was telling us, or that they were telling me, but they they don't give a fuck. He just continued, and finally, uh, the other bartender called him out, and then uh, 
So he would get up, and you can see his his rock hard, erect dick as he's like walking out, and uh, you know he the bartender yelled obscenities to him and stuff like, "We can see your dick, you motherfucker." Shit, I have a friend who that classic. Um, she was on the bus and she looked across and a dude was doing like you know masturbating to her yeah. on the bus. Like she had that happen to her, and I don't think people like it's you know when you're talking about it in retrospect, it's you know kind of funnier. We've made it funnier, whatnot. But at the same time, that's really, really one. It's terrifying. Yeah. Two, like it just feels like it just makes you feel really bad. Like yeah. you feel violated, you know, and there, it's like out of your control and your control is taken away from you yeah. in any way, shape or form. I think that's. Yeah. Cause what can you do? Go yeah. over there and slap him. If yeah. anything, you're probably just going to make him. Yeah. And that, and that's what you can't do anything. And like, when you think you're fine, just living your life, you look over and someone's you know, gone and <laughs> like messed up your whole world for yeah. a, a second. And that's, it's not right. Like, yeah. And my point, and my point being is, if if somebody wants to do something, they're going to fucking it. do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what restroom you're in or whatever the fuck the case may be. And more often than not, what uh, I don't know the stats, but I do know uh, sexual assaults um, and things like that occur. What more often than not, someone you know yeah. that does it. Yeah. So it's it's like you have to worry more about you know creepy Uncle Pete than yeah. you do, <laughs> like your <laughs> family friends and yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm sorry for Pete out there. Right. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, why me? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, people are going to use whatever they can to argue uh, things that they don't want to happen just because they don't want them to happen, even though it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. Uh, and what was it like? I think uh, Target got a lot of shit because they were going to make a uni. Oh, people, I love that people love to boycott right now. I yeah. love that we live in a time where, oh, I don't Starbucks like it. Boycott. those cups. Yeah. I love that. That uh, boycott was my favorite. The whole, I like, forgot about that. We're going to buy more cups. Like, we're going to buy more Starbucks, but we're going to tell them our name is Merry Christmas. So oh. they are forced to say Merry Christmas. Oh. Those bastards oh, won't yeah. know what hit them. That was when they did the, the whole solid red cup thing, yeah. right? Yeah. That they're trying to take away. It's yeah. like a war on Christmas. Yeah. And I saw I, I think I've already started seeing posts like that already about it's Merry Christmas and I'm gonna say Merry yeah, Christmas, not happy holidays. Yeah, and we're gonna get everybody to say Merry Christmas. I'm just, God, Jesus. You your life must suck so bad. Or you must have a boring fucking life that it's such a priority for you to fucking be the 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 guy that stands up for the Merry Christmas well, and I think it's the opposite. Like, what a wonderful life you live if that's your biggest problem. That or that. Yeah, you're right. Like, it right. must be. I want to pick up, you know, tiny little problems and make it my life's you know, mission <laughs> to solve them if yeah. that's all I got going for me. Like, jeez. Yeah. Like, is that is that important to you? And and honestly, okay, because to me, the only the only reason you would want you would be so uh, like they have to say Merry Christmas is, is if the religion <laughs> aspect of it, I guess. But even but even the religion <laughs> Christmas, Christmas has nothing to do with with the religion aspect of it at all. It's it's all commercial now. Yeah. It's all about them wanting you to buy the new Lexus for your wife or whatever yeah. the fuck. It has nothing to do with that at all. And so that's that's how I know that a lot of people are misinformed and they argue about and they fight for things that aren't even worth it. Yeah. Like who gives a shit? <laughs> The dude said happy holidays. Who cares? At like, least he said something. Right? Like, he could say nothing at all. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you, yeah. Most people, most greeters already hate their job, so they don't even want to say anything yeah. to you. So then if they say, hey, happy holidays. And, you're and then like, dealing with people at Starbucks, I can't even imagine. Like, I feel like um, a lot of baristas have the patience of, like, saints. 
Because one, you're dealing with people who probably haven't been caffeinated for the day in the morning. So they're being bitchy. Yeah. And then, and then you're dealing with a bunch of people who think they're baristas and they go in and they want to order these like (laughs) crazy, fantastical (laughs) things. Yeah. So, so to have that and to have people like bitching about cup colors. Like, so yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Cause there's, there's, there's uh, people on the left that argue about the most, you know, the smallest, stupidest things. Also, I can't really think of anything. Right oh, now. a good one came up. Um, okay. So what's really cool. Um, so James being Scottish, he is in a really unique position to be able, like he lives here. So he sees things from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But um, like, so he's constantly voicing things that I would never think of because I'm an American and I've lived here my whole life. And I know like our social issues are totally different compared to those in Scotland. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, we have, I mean, they have, I, their racism different is different compared to ours because we had, you know, centuries of like slavery. Yeah. You know, all. Because we were assholes. Yeah. Back in the day. So, uh, we brought up, um, he asked me, we brought up about Halloween and the sombrero mustache poncho thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I didn't know how to express. I was like, I understand why people get offended. I do. Um, it's that whole. Like, you're dressing up as someone's culture, and yeah. then you're using the worst stereotypes yeah. to dress up as them. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, and and you see, like, all of our friends, I've had friends, you know, who aren't, you know, Mexican, who have done this, and because I know them, I know they're not doing it maliciously, I know they're not, you know, like, they embrace Mexican culture in a way that, you know, I'd love for people to embrace all cultures. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we live in a country where it's very easy for one person to push it a step too far. So, like, where does it stop? Like, a, you know, Mexican party turns into a brown face party because yeah. one person needed to be authentic and paint his body brown. <laughs> like, why? You know, things yeah. like that. So I'm very, like, weird about costumes because I'm just like, oh, you know, this is why we can't have... It's one of those, this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, I see the poncho, mustache, sombrero thing, and... It sticks with me in a way that it probably shouldn't, but it yeah. does because I'm like, oh, you know, it takes it takes just one person to take that and then push it a step further, and then we're gonna try to kill the person, you know. Um, with the the Moana costume, I think is the big thing right now. Um, yeah. A lot of people were like, you know, is it okay? You see, with things like that, though, I don't think it's a problem because you're dressing up as a character. Yeah. Um. So I can see where people are like, people just shouldn't do it at all, and I'm just like, oh, that's. Come on, yeah. Your your child's five. Yeah, and it's a like, cartoon. It's what? a character, and I know she's based on a historical. You know, she's based on someone in history, but oh, I didn't know that. You're like you're just there's I don't know I I'm so conflicted about it because I feel like there's a there's a point where you can acknowledge it and see where like I understand why people would get offended, and then I don't understand why people would get offended about certain things like. Well, yeah, it's like a what the. What did I hear on a podcast? What is it? Uh, the cultural uh, appropriation. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, somewhere I don't know where in the United States, uh, Hispanic chicks started bitching, saying uh, people can't wear hoop earrings because oh, no. because it's, it's cultural appropriation. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that's too much. It's it's offensive to to Mexican or Hispanic women because yeah. they wear hoop earrings. Like, are you f- are you that's fucking true. kidding me? That's- that's and no. and because that and then you know some of the other examples they gave was uh some some uh black uh females said that it's cultural appropriation to wear braids or to braid your hair 
like if you're if you're white or if you're Hispanic or whatever, and because I can that's kind theirs. Of see, no, like you see, the thing about something like that is, I understand because for all of their lives they've been shit on for things like having braids, yeah, and then to have you know a person who like a non person of color bust out with all these braids and everyone's like oh that looks so cool and so great and you're like wow like you literally shit on me my whole life and and yeah. they romanticize this yeah. that's that's part of my culture they made it good just because they're white like yeah. that that sucks like that really sucks yeah uh, to me there's just it's like you said just one person has to do it and then a lot of will follow yeah. and now i feel like with the hispanics and the earrings and all that shit that's yeah that's... like it's just going to it's getting to the point where it just seems like people want to find something to bitch about for no reason. Like, really? Hoop earrings? Like, I'm I'm pretty sure y'all were not the first to wear fucking hoop earrings. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, that's so stupid. And uh, the, the example they gave, uh, or another example they gave was um, this, uh, this ex-basketball player uh, gave Jeremy Lin shit on social media because Jeremy Lin uh, has, like, dreads now. Yeah. Like, off the top of his head. And uh, he basically called him out for trying to trying to be black uh, for having dreads or whatever, which I don't, there's a ton of I know a ton of people that have dreads that aren't black. But um, but Jeremy Lin had like he had he responded to him and uh, I, I give him props. He, he, he gave him the most respectful response and in a way kind of jabbed at him. He goes, uh. He says he's not doing it to try to be anything. He's, you know, uh, but that he appreciates that you can get, uh, you know, that you're basically showing appreciation for a culture when you do stuff like that. Yeah. And the guy that gave him shit had a tattoo. I don't know exactly what it said, but it was in in, in Chinese oh, lettering. Yeah. So he basically kind of took a jab at him by saying, you know, kind of like with you having, you know, Chinese lettering on your arm to, you know, express yourself yeah. or whatever, you know, it. Because apparently, if you go to uh, if you go to like Japan or or uh, one of the, like an Oriental country like that, and you and you uh, ask them about what do you think about people in America doing you you know uh, dressing this way or doing this that they got from y'all, they think it's they think it's fucking cool. Yeah, and, and see, yeah, James has mentioned like you know you do something like that in Scotland, nobody like bats an eyelash, nobody yeah. cares, and uh, we're just. I think we're just a really, it's not that we're a sensitive country, but we have a reason to be a sensitive country. You know, yeah. we have everything still in our face and everything is still fresh compared to other countries. What Asian countries um, are some of the oldest in the world. Yeah. You know, and then it all, what traveled west from there, we're the newest, yeah. or we're a very young country compared yeah. to everybody else. And hopefully, I don't know, 500 years from now, we'll all be laughing and yeah. Now, huh, what is racism? That's why but, it makes sense that we're a very arrogant country. Yeah. We're like the teenager that's like, yeah. I'm, I'm cooler than y'all old people. <laughs> so our history is still way too fresh to... Um, Growing so, pains still. Yeah. Um, like uh, one example or, or another thing I thought of is... Uh, what's that movie that just came out based on, uh, based on an anime with Scarlett Johansson? Oh, um... Ghost in the Shell? Yeah. Um, people here bitched about it because she was an Asian. Yeah. And then I saw a video. But the mangaka, she, her, the main character wasn't uh, of Asian descent anyway. She stylized her to be. Okay, well, the good ex- a good example for that, too, is a lot of people bitched about if they made, uh, well, I think they bitched about it with the original shitty Dragon Ball movie 
is they bitch that Goku wasn't Asian. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> they bitch that Goku wasn't Asian. Yeah. And they've they've always said how if they make a if they make a Dragon Ball Z movie, they want like Goku and Vegeta and them to be Asian. But I go, well, they're not even from here. They're from another planet. Yeah. So technically, like if Krillin and all them are Asian, that's fine. But technically, they're not from here. They're from somewhere else. So they t- they technically don't have to be Asian. But because it's an anime and they come from oh, it's originated over there, they think, oh, he has yeah. to be Asian. So a lot of people here bitched about her not being Asian. But I saw a video where they asked uh, Japanese people, like, what do you think of, of – they showed them a picture of Scarlett Johansson playing uh, that character. And they were like, that's badass – because they showed her a picture already in the getup. Yeah. Uh, and they thought it was badass. They go, she looks just like her. Like, that's cool. They yeah. thought it was cool that she actually looked just like her. They weren't, you know, like, this is bullshit. She's not Asian. Like, they didn't give a fuck. It's only here where they they make little things like that into this, this huge ordeal. And I'm just like – I. I think it's because, again, like, we live in a country where um, minorities do have a tendency to 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 get the short end of the stick. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we're one of the most racially diverse countries. So you get Japan where, like, 99% of them are Japanese. Yeah. So they don't have issues like we do because everyone is Japanese. Yeah. Um, we don't have that. And then, you see, and then, again, like, our views are pretty skewed, too, because we live in one of the most diverse cities in the u.s yeah so we're used to people of all you know walks of life yeah and we're used to like i'm i'm you know i know so much more about vietnamese food than i need to um just because i grew up you know i have a bunch of vietnamese friends and i've had you know like their moms cook for me and you know they've had my mom cook for them and um and it's not i you know i just picked vietnamese because that was the fruit i was thinking of pho but um (laughs) my bad but um, but yeah, like I you know I know Salvadorians and you know Hondurans and people from all over, um, from Africa, from from like Norway, um, just because yeah we live in Houston and we are open minded. I feel like we, here in Houston we are a bit more open minded than um, than most cities. Yeah. In the U.S., so uh, I think we're really lucky in that aspect. Yeah. Um. I do like there are articles that came out about Houston's diversity and how we're like 50 years ahead of the rest of the U.S. in terms of um, what the U.S. will look like. Yeah. Uh, how the U.S. should start thinking. Um, Harvey really brought put us on the map that way, too. Yeah. A lot, especially now in a time where everyone is like racially and like politically divided. Yeah. Um, Harvey happened. The news, you know, teams swarmed Houston and they were like, holy cow. Like, yeah everyone's like from we're actually helping each other yeah exactly exactly (laughs) we we expect everybody to be every man for himself yeah but i mean you're right it it is what's funny i mean i guess it is maybe because we're still in in an infantile state i guess is uh you would think by seeing so many cultures that we would be more uh accepting of everybody's you know different beliefs whatever they may be but which uh, well I'm wrong for saying that. A lot of people are. There's just that small percent that carries tiki torches still. And they're and, loud. And, and yeah. it's that small percentage that gets onto the news because it's newsworthy. Yeah. And that's why they support the loud person. Because yeah. they're like, he's loud. Let's be loud. Exactly. Even if a lot of the shit is, you know, ignorant and stupid. Let's just roll with it because he's loud and he says things. And they're going to look back just like the people um, 
you know, back in the 60s, look back now, like they see their photos of them being so against segregation and yeah. they see the hateful younger versions of themselves and they're embarrassed by yeah. it. And, you know, a lot of those people who have all of their photos plastered, you know, on the news now for carrying tiki, tor- tiki torches, they're going to look back and be like, wow, like their kids are going to look at them and be like, dad, mom, like, really? Yeah. That's that's what you did, yeah. you know? Um, I don't ever, I don't know. Like, if ever I have kids, I don't ever want them to look back and be like, wow, like, you like, were really Mom, you're a, you were a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, now having a ki- having a son already, it, it, you know, it does make you a little anxious, a little nervous, and you know, to, especially now with, because it's, uh, when I have my cousin in here and we talked about it, I go, it's like every week there's there's something there's some other bullshit every week there's something else and sure enough literally a week after i had her here the the vegas shooting happened oh, yeah. and then i go and i immediately thought of of when we were in here because i go dude i swear it's like every week or every one or two weeks there's something else and um and what sucks is i actually this is different i'll get to that in a little bit um <laughs> uh it just i don't know it makes me nervous and anxious you know for my kid in certain ways uh i mean obviously he's still really young but you know you can only raise your you can only raise your own child so you don't know how you know there's a lot of parents that kind of don't really give it a hundred hundred and ten percent as when it comes to raising their kids or they can spread a lot of hateful stuff so um like I remember, I had to get on. Me and my sister had to get on, uh, my son and and my niece, cause uh, she called me and she found something on her, like my niece's i i iPad or some shit, and they were like googling, uh, and he had some on his. They were googling, uh, just stupid shit, uh, shit that kids shouldn't be googling. Like, I think, I think he's he had googled like what does rape mean or oh some shit God. like that. <laughs> So obviously, you know, it comes, you know, you ask, you know, once we sat him down uh, and, you know, we talked to him, well, why, why are you looking this kind of shit up? And it's always, well, this kid at school told me to, you know, to Google it. And when I asked him what it was, he said, just Google it and you'll see or some shit like that. And I'm just, for one, I was just, I go, what the, f- what the fuck are you telling your kids that they're having to tell other kids to Google rape, rape yeah. or shit? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing as a parent? Um... So when I see, you know, all this stuff on the news and obviously I know with mainstream media, a lot of shit's it's either get made to look worse than it really is or, um, or they twist everything up, but, um, you know, it sucks, you know, to where you feel you can't even go to a concert anymore without. And you see, that's, that blew my mind because, um. So every time I'm in a place like a concert, my anxiety is like, man, this would be the perfect place to just like get like a gun out and <laughs> right, you're mow just, people down. You're just like looking at the rafters I and always, shit. And you're, I and always you're like, do that. Yeah. If somebody was right there, they could murder they could, so many yeah, people. Like, and like that's my anxiety talking. And yeah. when this happened, I was like, oh my god, my worst nightmares, yeah. you know, come true. Like, uh, so like my anxiety is like, yeah, you see, I told you. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, holy cow, that someone could do that. Yeah, actually, I have a friend that lives in Vegas, and. Uh, Cause I I had heard that it was just a, a concert, but I didn't know what kind of concert. And he he's always going to to really big shows, outdoor shows like that. Uh, but he was going to more like the EDM stuff. But at first I didn't know, 
Yeah, my dad was there. Oh, not at the concert, um, but he was in Vegas and he was supposed to go to the concert. So I woke up like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. I, I had another. I had another friend up there too, like visiting, and uh, so I immediately text him. You know, you all right or whatever. He goes, yeah. Um, he said he had a couple friends there, and he goes, I've heard, I've heard back from most of them except one. I'm still waiting to hear back, but I think he ended up hearing back from her, and, and they were, and they were good or whatever. But, um. But yeah, man, that's just like I just I don't I don't understand. I mean, I know a lot of people that uh uh that do that kind of stuff. They either have some sort of mental illness or something. Well, you see, that's what um I got into a really good conversation about this uh a couple days after it happened. Um, I I feel like we constantly need to like because we can't because we can't possibly understand why a normal human being would do it we try to throw things like to justify you know so yeah. we're like oh he we try to give him a reason exactly so he must be you know mentally unstable yeah. and and um i pulled up i played devil's advocate in this and i was just like well we're looking at it from a moral standpoint like morally for me it's yeah. wrong to kill someone like killing people is bad for me like yeah. you're going to go to hell that's yeah. what i think you know <laughs> um but that's me putting, yeah. you know, my moral beliefs on that. Like, someone could grow up not at all thinking that killing is bad. Yeah. And and they could be totally mentally stable. Yeah. You know, he could have just wanted to kill people. Yeah. And, and I think it's a terrifying belief that a human being could do that completely rationally. And people don't want to believe that. But, yeah, yeah. people can. People can just be evil. Yeah. It doesn't make them, un, like, you know, it doesn't make them mentally un, unwell. It yeah. could just make them a different breed of human. Well, it's like how they're saying with this dude is he never showed any signs of, of mental, mental instability. Yeah, and, and he, he, he was had, very well off. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. So For all we know, like, and I, I said, like, for all we know, he could have just had a bucket list and was like, yeah. you know what? On the bucket list, there's mow down as many yeah. people as I can. Let's see if I can do it. Like, yeah. that's. That could, I mean, it could be as simple as that. I hope it's not as simple as that. But, yeah. And this is all just me theorizing. So don't, yeah. you know, take it with a grain of salt, please. Oh, well, shit. I mean, you, you can get on YouTube right now and you'll find like 88 videos of conspiracy oh, theories gosh, and stuff. Yes. About like how. The, there are two shooters and yeah. there's a team of yeah. know, ninjas. And, yeah. and how the girl that, that was saying that there was multiple shooters, how she recently just Died randomly or, passed away yeah. or whatever. Um, I mean. And it's. <laughs> You don't want to disrespect, you know, the people that, the families and all that that are going through all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, crazy shit has happened. Well, you see, the thing about conspiracy theories, I'm really, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Occam's Razor or Occam's Razor. It's uh, the belief that the simplest answer is always the truest. Yeah. Uh, when you add complications, when you add um, complexities to things, odds are you're going to get it inaccurate. Like, you're going to, you're going to veer towards inaccuracy. Yeah. So... Like, when you start overthinking these things, like, okay, you're probably straying from, you know, what is the truth. Yeah. Um, there was a shooter. You saw where he was shooting. You saw it was one person. Like, and then, you know, they have that, they have a little meme that has, like, how does one person lug 400 pounds of stuff? And I was like, well, that's easy suitcases and yeah. an elevator. Yeah. Like, you know, up, you know, how many flights of steps? And I was like, you're overthinking this and you're making it far more complicated than it is. Yeah. There's one guy, you're in Vegas. People in Vegas are used to seeing one guy lugging a bunch of stuff back and forth. Because and he was a, a regular. Yeah, yeah, it's a convention city. Like, you know, um, yeah, it's very possible. Like, one guy could indeed do it. Like, yeah. why he did it, who knows? Like, I genuinely hope we find out. Like, yeah. So when people are like, yeah, there are multiple shooters and the U.S. just wants to hide it. And I'm like, 
why do they want to hide it? Yeah. Like, why would they hide it? You yeah. know, <laughs> like there's no reason, especially if it pushes, you know, their agenda. Like you would think that they would highlight all the shooters so that it really seals the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, theorizing things just, again, takes away from the fact that lives were lost yeah. and that families are impacted in a way that, you know, like they're going to have to work their way, you know, from what was normal for them to a new normal. And, and like, we can only hope that the transition is smooth. Like, yeah. And people, you know, I feel, um, I think I just quoted my boss. He says that a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, I think a lot uh, what sucks is a lot of, a lot of people lack sympathy uh nowadays you know they're they're Desensitized. yeah they're immediately they either start like I won't be surprised to see you know people trying to make memes and jokes about that shooting within before the year's out oh yeah and people uh you know they start with the conspiracy theories and all this kind of stuff um and they start discussing it in certain ways where it's, you know, it's, it's disrespectful. And if, if someone that did lose someone who was listening to it, they would find it offensive. You know? Yeah. But that's what the internet's done for people. It's made them really brave because they're, you know. Because they can't reason- be touched. Exactly. They know, think they can't be touched. They're hiding behind a screen. And, yeah. and uh, you know, until Anonymous gets a hold of them. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they're hiding behind a screen. And then what? Yeah. You know, they, they can say, they feel like they can say whatever they want. And. It's weird uh, for people to have, like, their online persona versus their real-life persona. Like, I know most of my friends are all who they are on- online is who they are offline. But you get those people who, you know, don't ever leave their mom's basement. Who yeah. They're a completely different person. and Well, and even then, you know, there's it, it could be the opposite in the sense that uh, you can be perceived to be a certain way because of what you do share or post on on social media or whatever. Because half the half this shit I post are jokes. And half the shit I say, some people, I've gotten shit before where people took it serious. I'm like, dude. But then I come to realize, well, they don't know me personally, so they don't know my sense of humor, and they don't know that I'm kidding. So they get super pissy. I'm like, dude, relax. I'm I'm joking. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then that's when they become, they get all offensive. They got to go on, like, fucking paragraph rants. And honestly, when somebody goes on a, like, when somebody goes off on me on a big paragraph on a rant, I don't even read it. I just, like... (laughs) Uh, I don't have time for that, dude. I'm not trying to get into this. I got shit I to do. I will paragraph rant, but it'll be like mid-argument. Like, mm. I'll start off by saying, hmm, you know, I kind of don't agree with you. Yeah. And then if I get engaged, then it'll be a back and forth. And then, like, it's both sides that just get longer in their responses. Yeah. And then, God forbid, I'm driving. So. <laughs> well, the last one I got into, I was I was actually going to put, like, in parentheses, I was going to put a mic drop. <laughs> because after that last one I sent back to them... They were just like, they just liked it, and I was I was gonna come in again, put mic drop, like got you, bro. But um, <laughs> then you reengage, you don't ever. Yeah, that. but uh, but yeah, I feel uh, a lot of people just they don't uh, they feel safe, you know, they're in their little locked up room, and it's like for example, I uh, I told my cousin because she plays video games and stuff way more than I do, and she's actually really uh really good at it to where uh she's wanted to and i've suggested and i've tried to push her to start uh to start a twitch because she's she's really good like that's that's all the bitch does but um she's like uh, they make money that way oh fuck yeah more reason why i wanted to do it um and i feel like she could actually strive you know doing that and um 
but she's real, you know, even when I had her on here, she was really nervous. She's like, I don't like the way my voice sounds. I either, I sound like a little boy and all this kind of shit. And I'm, I just try to calm her down. Dude, look, the way I, the way I told her, the way I calmed her down, I go, look, I started this podcast and, um, I don't know if it's ever going to get more than a hundred people that actually genuinely listen to it. But if it did, <clears throat> it's eventually going to come across someone that is, they're going to hate on it just solely to hate on it, yeah. just to be assholes for no other reason than just to be a dick. Yep. And they're going to say, this is the worst thing ever. Don't listen to this shit, whatever. And I go, and I've already told myself that. So when I see it, I'm not going to take it personally. I don't know that person more than likely. He's, you know, just being a fucking troll. So you can't let shit like that get to you. And I go, because that that's the, that's the kind of stupid fears that keep you from actually doing what you want to do, yeah, which is true. what f- first kept me from doing this is I was too worried about what people were, would think. And then finally when I did it and I realized how much fun I have doing it and how uh, how much I enjoy it, then I was, fuck all those people. Like, I'll yeah. do, you know, I'll, I enjoy doing it. It makes me happy. I mean, it's a very brave thing to... It's a very brave and a very vulnerable thing to put yourself out there. Yeah. And like you're voicing your thoughts and your opinions and, you know, yeah. like everything that's in your inside your head, you're putting out there for people to judge you. Yeah. So it's, I mean, like writing, uh, like when I write, uh, I mean, I write for a living, but when I write my own stuff, I still can't share with people because yeah. it's my stuff. Yeah. And the idea of someone else reading it and thinking like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, uh, it's just a terrifying. It's too vulnerable a thing. So I really commend you, like starting this up and and putting yourself out there because not a lot of people do. Yeah, and uh, you know, tr- uh, <laughs> the first episode I had, I was drunk by the end of it. Me, <laughs> me and my friend were we we had a bottle of of Jameson. You know, we have we had Telemore doing here, Gross. and uh, blasphemy. And uh, yeah, we were we were drinking a lot. I meant to just have two shots, and I just happened to have the bottle in here. I just meant to have a couple just to kind of relax me. But every 20 minutes, he, he in the middle of me speaking, he's like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, go on. uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, fuck. So by the end of it, I was like <laughs> wasted. But I was I was super nervous that first time. And uh, and even when I when I first put it up, uh, and to this day, uh, I'll have, I have people either personally message me. I've had a couple do it, and they tell me I'll – that they really enjoy it. And I was, I mean, not that I thought it was, my product was terrible, but just, you know, just to have that validation, I guess, you know, it makes you feel good. But that being said, I'm already prepared for the one person to say, or for the other, for the other side of that to be like, you fucking dumbass! Like, how dare you speak badly on Trump? Yeah, That's my in, president. Hashtag make America great again or whatever. <laughs> I went into this going like, I'm going to fuck this podcast up for him. <laughs> yeah. Like people are going to be like, who is that girl? Never bring her on again. Well, see, I, I, I mean, I don't know if this sounds bad, but I, I only try to bring people in here that I feel, because uh, I've had people already ask me like, you should bring me on. I'm like, uh, you're an idiot. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your opinions are terrible. Yeah. No. Um, but honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing and I'm up for bringing somebody in here that completely disagrees with me on everything. As long as they... You just have to find someone who knows how to debate well. Or exactly. Or who can handle arguing. Because yeah. I, more often than not, like, my group of friends, there are only two people I can talk to. Yeah. Um, we have opposing opinions. 
and we can respect each other while we talk. Exactly. Because everyone else just gets flustered yeah. and then emotional, and, and then you just shut down because you don't want to engage because yeah. then they're gonna like break off your friendship. Right, and, and they're super pissy. Yeah. And that's the, that's what I don't want. I, I'm I'm all up for debating in here, but I don't want I don't want to argue with anybody. Yeah. I don't want I don't want me trying to yell over you, you know, yeah. I, I, and trying to get my opinion, you know, yell over you to get my opinion or whatever. So if I have someone come in here, um. You know, whether for example is because I'm I'm have somebody in mind where um they're they're really religious and I'm not, and uh, a lot of it seems like bullshit to me. So um I res you know if that's what you believe I respect you you know I respect the whatever but to me a lot of it doesn't make sense and I overthink it. But anyways, but if I had him in there and we debated on it, that's fine. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Even if he made me look stupid. You know, like, oh, shit, he's got me cornered. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Uh, I don't care. It's not about that. I just don't want to fight with people. I mean, it's just yeah. it's so stupid. Like, if you could tell me. And that's that's kind of how I feel when I think that happens because they start realizing, like, holy shit. And you start, you start making good points and they're like, then that's when they just. Well, hopefully. I mean, that's usually that's a good thing if it works out to where you can get someone to stop and re reevaluate what they believe in. But. More often than not, people are too um, stubborn. Yeah, they're too stubborn or they're too... It, they almost think like if they have to reevaluate something, it's embarrassing. Yeah. So they'll just shut it down. It's admitting, to be, admitting being wrong is like yeah, the, one the of the... worst things yeah. you can do in life. And it's not at all. Like it leaves me... I don't know. I keep an open mind. I'm... Well, I mean, I say I'm always right, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm always right when I defend something because I ensure that I am right when yeah, I defend it. Yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, that was one of the first things I would tell people that came on here. I go, look, if you're not sure about something... Either say you're not sure about it or don't don't go on this whole speech like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then somebody listening is going to be like, dude, that guy you had is a complete asshat. Yeah. Like he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. And, you know, he went on this uh, whole rant. And none of it made sense. No, none of it was factual. It's just bullshit. Yeah. But uh, that's why if if I feel like I heard something. And I can't remember the exact details. I'll just say I'm, you know, don't quote me. I'm not sure on it, but Same. this is this not what I'm, I'm like. Yeah, you know, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt because I could be making it up. Yeah, but if I know something for sure, and I hear you say some dumb shit, I'm like, I'm about to go off on this dude, and then I'll go on the rant. Like, yeah, this, this I will. Is what's up. I will defend my my correct like yeah. facts to yeah. the death. <laughs> That's when you're like, are you done? Yeah, because like hurry up. Yeah. Right, are you done? <laughs> it's my turn. It's now. my turn. Sit now. Down. Like, all right. Pull out a notepad. You ready? You're about yeah. to take some notes. But yeah, I mean, uh, like I have uh, this dude I used to know. He's a friend of mine. He uh, he lives in Japan. Uh, he went to the military, I guess. I don't know exactly how he ended up getting. Uh, well, I know he married someone in Japan now. So he's married. He lives over there. Nice. But I don't know if it's because of the military that he moved out there. And he was one. Of, he's been one of the main ones to to message me and tell me that he really enjoys it. And like on his commutes from you know on the on the train and stuff like that. That's when he listens to it. And, and uh, that he got a couple of his. Uh, his friends and that were in the in the military with him to to listen to and that they really enjoy it and uh you know that's cool like i even if like i said even if i get 10 people that genuinely enjoy it and they they every time a new episode pops up they listen to it you know i'm cool with that i'm not this i didn't go into this with the mentality of I'm, I'm i need followers yeah i'm gonna try to be the joe rogan experience and make millions of dollars off my podcast you know that if i mean if that happened that'd be fucking awesome but uh i honestly just did it because uh i told you about the first the first thing that got me considering doing it the, one of the other things that got me considering doing it was um uh i was listening to one and he said 
one of the main enjoyable things about it is how often do you have genuine two two hour conversations with someone without the other you know without eventually one of them doing you know yeah. doing this and or what'd you say like yeah. you, know, you know you know genuine conversations don't happen very often anymore and that's why i feel a lot of people don't they don't even know how to people don't even know how to speak to each other anymore because I want to agree with you, but then I also want to like disagree. But again, I'm a communication specialist, so yeah. I literally I talk too much. If anything, I over communicate. Yeah. Um. You can ask any one of my family members or James at this point. But um, like, it's very easy to have a conversation with someone. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy to engage someone in a conversation. But you're right. Um, phones do like take someone away. I just feel people's ex- attention span is so is gotten so short that. Yeah. When you do have a conversation, you can have a conversation, but either but it ends up being it either ends up being about something stupid or halfway through it, they just stop paying attention to you because they're waiting for their turn to speak. Yeah, and they, you see, my my I guess my tactic I I have a tactic. Uh, if I want to engage someone in a conversation, I want to have a real one. Um, I have them talk about themselves yeah. because <laughs> everybody loves to talk yeah. about themselves, and it's yeah. not a bad thing. We're all, you know like I like to talk about myself, yeah. um, but I do also like learning someone's story. So I'll engage them and I'll ask, I will make it my point to like be enthused about the other person and then they get excited and then they're saying that I'm excited about, you know, them and then they want to know about me and that's how, you know, you engage people. Um, That's from like a professional aspect, you know, like if I want to, you know, interview someone, I'll make it a point to really ask about them first before I I get what I want. But you can argue that because of your job, your your skill in conversation is it's, <laughs> it's up there you know what i mean because you you do it so often but there's so Hardly. many i feel like i'm a jackass most of the time <laughs> like i I'm, I'm an idiot well then you should see some of the people i speak to but um <laughs> but some people they're the only way they communicate is through text most of the time yeah so where when they finally they i mean i'm not saying that they're they completely can't speak to someone i mean obviously they can speak but if you try to have an actual deep, genuine conversation, they kind of just, they don't know how to go about it. Yeah. In a way, if that makes any sense. I am a firm believer that uh, you can get what you're trying to say out via text a little better than you can uh, using your words. Unless, again, you're uh, really good at thinking on your feet, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like just writing it down, period, not just via text, but just writing it down, you have time to really process what you're trying to, you know, send. Yeah. Um. So I have a bit of an open mind regarding like text. I've, I've broken up with people via text. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people don't like that. Isn't I know. That the asshole thing to do? But um, it, ha- it... Was that the high five guy? <laughs> uh, yeah. a, hey, we can say whatever we want here. This is a, this is a safe space. Uh, remind me not to share this on my Facebook because he's a friend. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. The high five you could, guy. You could have been high five more than once. No, nah, no, the high five guy, definitely. Um, I mean, no but, disrespect. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, I feel like you can word thing. That's why I think like text messages and emails. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, you could send someone a letter, and that would be far more personal. But yeah, who sends letters? I mean, I send letters, but I'm a creep. So. Yeah. But it also depends on in the way you do it. Because if you just say, if you just send, hey, it's over. <laughs> I mean that's kind of emojis a, yeah. like heartbreak. Hey, it's over. Yeah, heartbreak. <laughs> Walk away. Yeah, like. walking away and shit. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a little. That's a little bit fucked up. I um, know, and I get. I understand why but, people. But I mean, if you if you genuinely if you you type it out and you and you actually give it some time and give it give it some thought, 
I, I could see it being, you know, yeah. not being completely, you know, you're not a complete piece of shit. Well, it's because <laughs> when I get nervous, I start giggling. And you don't want me to I break up with too. you while I'm giggling. I start, like, I start smiling like crazy when yeah, I get nervous. Yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been thinking. Yeah. Oh, I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, and it's I, I get like far that worse too. than... And I know I get it from my dad because when my mom and dad were still together, I, uh, when I would see my mom kind of like give my dad some shit, he would start like smiling. And I do that too. When I get nervous or I feel like I'm getting oh, back into it, I start laughing and smiling. I'm like, this isn't funny. I'm like, I'm not laughing. I, like, I at promise. You. I don't I, think this is funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, um, a lot of the derby girls will bring their kids to practice and sometimes, the, you know, they'll yell at them to like, behave or something yeah. and i like get nervous at, at it so <laughs> yeah. i'm smiling really big and yeah. i'm like oh god i promise i'm not like some weirdo who likes you know kids punished it's yeah. more like <laughs> i get just, nervous yeah, for them you're so nervous I'm, like, you don't know what to do yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like i don't know what to do with my hands like yeah. you just kind of start laughing but uh but yeah i'm like that too i start i start giggling and smiling a lot I'm like, why are you laughing i'm, like, I'm not I, laughing I promise. Uh, yeah but some people are like that i mean that's their their way of uh so they, you know, because some people, they'll start laughing so they don't cry or something yeah. like that. Yeah. If you, yeah. That's, I'm a firm believer in the whole, if I can't laugh about it, I'll cry about it. And yeah. I will. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a weepy mess sometimes. <laughs> it's, as I've gotten older, like, any little thing can set me off. Disney movies these days? Oh, God. Man. Yeah. Or it's like, what was it? The last, last dinosaur or the good dinosaur? Yeah. yeah. That movie, I was I've, bawling. I've I was never seen it, but I've heard people, you're not the first person to say that. Dude, to me. I, I was a wreck the whole, the whole time. I don't even have kids. And I was like, oh, my God. Son, you know, uh, like. it gets worse when you have kids because I used to be able to watch movies, like, okay, whatever. And I was like, man, that's sad. But now, after having a kid, if I'll see something that has to do with like, it, <laughs> I'll make sure nobody's looking at me, like, <coughs> trying like, to try to crack a joke. Or like, I, in the uh, middle of it. like last night, I made the mistake of watching it, was like a clip on Facebook about, um, like, uh, dog owners, and they had side by sides of when they first got the puppy to like, you know, now, and yeah. a lot of them were, you know, you know, like 17 years later. And it was like the first day I met him the last day. And I'm like, oh, God. no, why like, would you do that? Yeah. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll keep watching it. And halfway through, I'm like bawling my eyes out over, you know, stuff that these people don't know me. Yeah. Like these dogs don't know me, but I'm crying my eyes out. Yeah. It's you, you definitely, I, it's kind of one of those weird things where it's, it's like you become more sensitive to that kind of stuff. The older you get. Yeah. When you're getting closer to death, it makes you more sympathetic. And then once you pass a certain age, you just, you just accept gets, it, and you're yeah. just like, ah, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I'm over oh, it. That's a scary thought. I don't even, I don't even know what I'm doing like a day or two Half from time, now. Yeah. yeah, like I can't even imagine what I'd be doing when I'm sixty. Oh my god, I hope to be just retire playing either the Xbox, whatever it would be like Xbox Five or the PS Eight or some shit. I think I'm gonna be really <laughs> jealous of like the street youths, right? In my 60s. Because I'm sure they're going to have some really cool stuff. Right. Like, my old body wouldn't be able to, like, keep up. Yeah. Even now, you know, f what they have now compared to what we had as kids, like, dude, it things are advancing at such a high rate that within even the next 10 years, our iPhones are going to look like pieces of shit yeah. within the next 10 years. It's going to be like, God, y'all used to use those? You actually like, had to touch your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You, what do you mean you didn't blink to turn your phone off? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> You know, you're just like, oh, you fucking bastards. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, but I'm scared at the same time. Yeah. I mean, we live in strange times. That we do. Speaking of strange, Stranger Things. Yeah. Isn't that this, this weekend? weekend? Yeah. yeah. I'm off this weekend. weekend. Thank God. 
well, I'm off weekends now, which is different for me. I haven't worked weekends for like three years straight. Working from home, I just don't know what day it is anymore. I Working just, nights, I don't I forgot you were coming today until <laughs> like four in the morning. And I go, wait. And then I looked and I saw it was Wednesday already. I was like, oh, shit. My days are all fucked. I thought it was Tuesday or something. I'm like, God damn. I'm like all, all over the place. But obviously that comes with working nights, kind of fucks you up. Yeah. But, man, I feel like if I worked from home, I just wouldn't get anything done. Um, I'm surprisingly, I'm very disciplined. But again, it's just writing. So yeah, like, uh, and for the most part, I keep to the schedule that I kept when I was in the office. But there are times where, you know, I'll cut out a couple hours early, to but I'll make podcast. up. Yeah, but I'll make up for it. Like <laughs> later tonight, I'll feel like typing, and I'll I'll. Knock everything out. So. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool that uh, my CEO and my, my bosses trust me for that. I mean, they kind of have to trust everyone right now because our offices are being rebuilt yeah. since Harvey kind of fucked it all up. But, um, but yeah, we are going back to work officially, like, after Thanksgiving. And it kind of makes me sad because I had the taste of the good yeah, life. Yeah, right. And I'm just like, ugh. The work from home life. Yeah. You should just, when you get back, you should just start doing real shitty work and be like, look. I think I should just go back home. Yeah, right. I, that's where I really produced very well. My like, supervisor uh, would be like, yeah, just yeah. take all your stuff and you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say you're going to go home, but you're not going to be doing any work for us. Yeah. You're just going to go home. Yeah. And uh, that'll be the end of it. But anyways, going on two hours now. And it's already, I know you got to get to your practice. Yeah, scrimmage night. I'm going to have my ass handed to me. <laughs> this is our first week back since Harvey, and, like, it was a shit show on Monday. Yeah. Um, we got a new, we got a new uh, like, floor, so we're getting used to how sticky the floor is on our wheels. And uh, it was a learning, it was a bit of a learning curve. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I fell in ways that I wasn't used to falling. <laughs> I mean, I'm always falling. Like, I'm one of the clumsiest people. So yeah. the fact that I'm in Derby is ridiculous because I'm falling. And I knock myself down. Yeah. Like, people don't have to knock me down. I'll fall on my own. How'd you even, how'd, uh, what made you get into it or how'd you come I used come to watch it, it growing up. I, it used to come out uh, on like, I don't want to say like PBS, but it was one of those channels. Yeah. It would come out at night and me and my dad would watch it. And um, in retrospect, I'm pretty sure we were watching for different reasons. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, I loved it. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then um, when I, was, back when I used to do PR for Bluebell, I had them on Good Great Day Houston. And SSRD was there too. And I, at that point I had no idea that roller derby still existed. Yeah. And, you know, I had no idea we had leagues here. Yeah. So, um, when that happened, I freaked out. I was like, what, you know? And then I looked and I found out we had all these leagues and then I found out we had one banked track league and bank track means that, um, the track is tilted. Yeah. Um, all the other ones are flat track. And I was like, well, if I'm going to go like big, I'm going to, if I'm going to get into derby, I'm going to go big. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to want to do the bank track. So um, SSRD, it helped. It worked that it was convenient as well because it's right down the road. So um, uh, it took me about a year to like build up the courage because again, I went in thinking like I'm gonna go in there and they're gonna like ruin my life. Like they're yeah. gonna laugh me out of this place. Like I, I'm not ready. Yeah, that's just scary. Yeah, and I went in like because I didn't know how to skate. You know, yeah. so I went in not knowing how to do anything, yeah. and and they like man, they they really they again they like they embrace me. They taught me all I know and they're they're an amazing group of women and a lot of again you you'll be surprised like who all goes I know friends who are you know attorneys I have friends who are nurses I have you know friends who are stay-at-home moms who you know just wanted to get out and do something and um 
you get a lot of different people from uh, all different backgrounds at all ages uh, going in and um, releasing their stress. Yeah, that's. I mean, it looks intense. It looks fun. It's fun. It's intense. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the bruises you get are you. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a sick thing, but they're nice. I don't know how to explain it. You learn to really love the bruises you get. I get what you're saying. It's like battle scars. You're just kind of yeah. like, yeah. Like the one I, uh, the worst one I got, I think I shared it on Instagram ages ago. I landed on my wheel the wrong way and like my hip just like pretty much exploded. Yeah, I think, I, re- like I, think I remember seeing that. Yeah. You know, like a big yeah. black mark or whatever. And uh, it's, I didn't know, I like my adrenaline was pumping, so I had no idea how bad I hurt myself until I was in the shower like hours later yeah. and like it hurt to have water, water on it. Yeah. yeah. And I looked down and it was like, like black and then it wasn't until a few days later that the purple started sinking in and it started looking really cosmic-y and yeah. I was like oh this is so cool <laughs> like, yeah so you get a lot of stuff like that yeah. and then you got a lot of women who you know break their ankles and yeah like oh you can hear it from across the way it's yeah damn yeah so are injuries often this year has been the year of the ankle. A lot of our le- a lot of my league mates um, mess up their ankles this year. It's not. I mean, you get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like minor injuries are a thing. You're yeah. gonna, you know, run over a get finger, or you're gonna little. get bruises. Yeah. Um, major injuries. I mean, it's common enough yeah. to be wary of it. Like you have to go in knowing, like, okay, which is probably why we have such strict rules. Because if you like, we're already playing a really intense sport with the rules. Yeah. Like without it, we'd be killing ourselves like, yeah so yeah i was about to ask you something um my mind just went blank on me <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember what i was saying doesn't matter anyways but yeah man that seems cool like i just uh i don't even know if i'd be able to do it to be honest there are, there's an league that's what i was gonna say because it didn't start predominantly as a, as it's a, a woman woman's sport yeah. yeah it was a That's sexist no, <laughs> hardly uh it was it's yeah, it started. It's still predominantly a woman's um, yeah. sport. I'm wearing a shirt. It's a it's a sport roller derby, a sport with no balls. Cause <laughs> for the most part, it's yeah, the yeah. truth, you know. Yeah. But yeah, there are men's leagues. There are co-ed leagues. Um, the co-ed leagues are pretty cool. I've never skated with a co-ed league because there aren't like I I know in like co-ed soccer there are kind of rules that make it equal yeah. a little. Like I think you can only like a a man can score only so many times before a girl has to try or something yeah. like that. There's some rules like hmm. that. I'm not quite sure. But um, there aren't any rules like that in derby. So, like, you just have to depend on the guys on your team. Like, if a guy on another team takes you out in a way that was, like, excessive, yeah. like, crazy excessive, then you have to depend on your teammates to help put that guy in his place. Yeah. You know, like, it's not, like, people, yeah. there are no... <laughs> I would feel like I would have to say, if I was about to take somebody out, I'd have to yell sorry before I do it. Like, I sorry. say sorry sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't say sorry when I'm hitting someone. To be fair, like, I rarely, like, solidly hit someone. Um, on, on the track, like, on a bank track, I'm okay. I'm a lot better than I am flat track. But uh, but I only say sorry if we're practicing and I feel like I'm in someone's way. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, I'm still really, I have conversations with people. Yeah. And, yeah. What are you doing after? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, I miss you. How are you? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm a little busy. And everyone's like, why are you smiling so much, Tomcat? Like, yeah. stop smiling. <laughs> I'm like, my dad. <laughs> you sound like you're the odd one. No, no, definitely not. There are, there, there are some odd ones out there. Yeah. Um, I'm right there in the middle, I think. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope. Think. Yeah. 
That's how you know you're the odd one when you start you start talking about it. You're like, oh, wait. <laughs> Shit. Am I? Am I the weird kid? I'm probably the weird. I've always been the weird kid, though. So I know. It's not anything I'm not used I to. I was there. I seen it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I still, I still remember that when I, when, I, uh, when I went on that little Instagram post where I was I just found a yearbook and I was like, oh, I looked like a jackass. In that. <laughs> I'm gonna out everybody on this. <laughs> you had your weird moments too. Oh though, god, yeah, I was terrible. When you were misunderstood. Uh, that's what you want to call it. <laughs> I got. I had so many phases, so many awkward phases, but uh, that's what I kept telling everybody. I was like, well, I kind of got back to it. I mean, I let my hair grow back out. I went back to having like yeah, it's longer than hair. mine. I just cut it. Um, well, I have my hair up now, so you can't really tell, but it was really bad. It was, it was so, the reason I knew I had to get a haircut is because I went to see a band and I went to the meet and greet. And so you hand your phone off to somebody and they take the pictures for you. So she was taking pictures as I walked up and I had my hair down. So I saw myself, you know, how often do you see yourself from behind? So I saw myself from behind. I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's me. That's my hair. I was like, oh, no wonder I've been confused to be a girl a couple of times from behind. I was like, I need to cut my hair. Yeah, when I donated uh, when I donated mine last year, I didn't realize how long it was until she like you know combed it out, straightened it, and yeah. took a picture, and I was like, oh, my yeah, gosh, like I look like Eve, man. Yeah, like- yeah, even and I just I cut like this about this much off. I cut like two inches off, and uh, even just cutting it that much, I was like, oh, I feel like like I because I was getting really bad at, like neck pains and stuff. Same. And I cut I it, and all of a sudden I'm like, man, my neck's doing a lot better. I gave myself whiplash the first time I took a shower after I cut it because I cut like. 15 to 17 inches? Mm. Well, I cut 15 to donate, and then it was, like, another couple inches that, you know, she styled and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I remember the first shower, I was so used to, like, the, Having to, yeah, yeah, work around it and that shit. That when I, like, yeah. flipped my hair, I, like, almost took myself <laughs> out. Yeah, because... <laughs> almost fell out the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy cow. It was it was such a weird transition. Yeah, me too. Uh, I just, like, I would get out of the shower, and I would dry my hair, and it, it would... I wouldn't have to stand there for, like, 30 minutes, like, trying to just get all the water out of my hair yeah, I it would take, like, my real hair. quick yeah it was like eight hours eight to 12 hours for my hair to dry yeah. like naturally and now it's like half that yeah it's like uh my a friend of mine she has a uh, she has really long dreads like to hear and i so i i never actually had a conversation with anyone about how you do it or whatever so i was talking to her about it and uh and i go so when you i go let's say i wanted to dread my hair how short would it get like if i started from where i'm at now she goes it would probably be about that long and i was like and if her shit is down to here, that means she's been growing her hair out for fucking years. And I was like, I'll go, dude, your head, like, how is your neck still? And, I'm, and you know, when you see the dudes that have it down all the yeah. way, like, how does your neck, you know, not hurt? Because even my, with my hair, as long as it is now, like I said, I started getting, like, my neck started kind of giving out. Yeah, I had to start adjusting. Like, my ponytail had to be really high so that my head could hold my hair, if that makes sense. I like, did the same. I had to do like the same balanced. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, you know, because then, uh, Cause even now, you know, I kind of have it up, and it's still kind of low. But yeah. if I would do it this like this, it was. I mean, it was already still like down to here. It's still. It didn't even look like I had my hair up at all. So I had to start doing it up here. And at that point, I was like, eh, I should probably just get it cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to. Um, I had to have like five hair bands for my because my hair is like really, really heavy, really thick. Yeah. So when it was at its longest, I had about five hair bands just to hold it in a high ponytail because oh, like it would, it would start slipping at anything less than than five. The only thing I got to was if my if my uh, hair, hair tie was too loose already, I couldn't use it. Like oh, yeah. they had to be brand new so they were tight. Otherwise, it would it would just it wouldn't Slip hold. Up, yeah. yeah. So I was like, fuck. And then 
once it started becoming because the only reason my hair grew back out is because i i've always been lazy to get a haircut yeah so i would hate going every you know being a guy you have to go like every week or whatever the hell i got sick of that so i go i'm just not gonna go i'm just not gonna go i'm just not gonna go and then eventually i got to this seven years later yeah, yeah. and but now it also started doing it again where i'm like now it's, it's becoming annoying so i gotta cut it so i'm trying to find a balance yeah which i think i found but we'll see but anywho, it's about time for you to get to your meet. I yeah. think we've been going for a while. So thank you. Yeah, and thanks for having me on. Yep, it was fun. So It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the last time she's coming. <laughs>